forever. Dog. Do you want to know what somebody told me, Julie, which I thought was mind-boggling and this and probably very accurate, is that people in their 20s and 30s can tell when people are older than that whether they say porno. When they say porno, that means you're older. When you say porn, no, like young people don't call it porno. That's Which almost are, like people, old people used to, remember they used to be called carbos instead of carbs? Yeah, they call them carbos. <laughs> yeah, I'm carbo. That's why they say carbo loading. I was a carbo addict. But isn't that weird? I know That's one that would have yeah. gotten away from me forever if somebody didn't go. You know, that's actually a, like, that's actually like a, a, a differentiator here of uh, how old you are. Yeah. In my quest to pretend that I'm 27. No, I'm not pretending. Why would I pretend? Everybody knows I'm 83 years young now and doing good. Pelosi is retiring. She's yeah. 82. I didn't realize. I'm more of a. Can't imagine woman. why. I can't um, imagine yeah. why. Can't imagine why she wouldn't want to be in the public eye constantly. Yeah. Meanwhile, Chuck Grassley's still going strong. Going to be in the uh, Congress Who until is... he's 95. He's, uh, I think, the oldest existing, oldest, oldest standing member of Congress, and he just got reelected uh, in standing. Iowa. Standing's a relative term. It's like, hmm. yeah. Um, and Grassley. Yeah, Grassley coming. So old, still taking orders from somebody. Um, I'm more of a Feinstein guy. Well, you think she's super fine. I do. I'm like, oh, Diane, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Oh, Diane. Oh, Diane. I did that at the. I'm going to be doing that at her upcoming reelection. Her upcoming reelection campaign. Well. Uh, this is what happened is she hires a stripper mm-hmm. and you jump out of a cake. Yeah. And you go, I'm not taking my clothes off. No, I'm just like, I'll, I'll put yeah. yours on. And then you start <laughs> taking her clothes off and, and putting, putting them, them on, on you. Yes. I start dressing in her clothes. Um, <laughs> and it said uh, like Feinstein, Feinstein, 2024 and i was just like well she's not that old she's not 2024 years old and i was like oh that's the year of the re-election campaign yeah and then you're like oh she looks like shit and they're like, like get out of this birthday party i was like she looks great for 2024 years yeah. of age uh, this is what i'm saying look am i uh spring chicken no i'm not but i'm gonna tell you this and i mean this and i'm speaking only for myself point back at myself like that um I, the second I start to lose it, mm. I'm out. I'm out. Second I start to get wobbly, second I start to feel the edge get soft. I know there's people going, you did lose it already. You lost it. Why did you leave now? And I'm gone. I'm mm. gone. 
As soon as I hit that thing, I'm not going to go into no gentle, or it can be no gentle version of me. Like, oh, I like the, the Tom's a gentle now. And he's just, he's quiet. And he's like, no, I'm just going to yeah. leave. I'm just going to leave. Not me. I'm the opposite. When I start sounding like Trump making that announcement, mm-hmm. when he was free associating about, uh, remember Angela Merkel? No one remembers <laughs> yeah. her anymore. That's when I want people to listen to me. That's when I am uh, when I'm in my blathering. And arguably, I started my blathering phase very young. You don't blather. Well, I free associate, but I I make more sense than Trump because I have watched clips of that. I haven't watched the whole thing. I don't think anyone watched the whole thing. But the reason you free associate is because when you're doing your thing, it's it's like jazz. It's like jazz. Hands. Just, you're just like when you're talking, that's what I hear underneath. That's what I hear when when like when I and it's the same for me too. When I'm just like I'm just like, oh, you know, uh uh Hogan's heroes. It's like you know, like and other yeah. Make room for daddy. It's like Young people don't register the pitch. No, they don't get it. When we talk about Hogan's heroes and yeah. other things that the young people should care. And that's the other thing about us is we talk about what young people should care about, not what they do care about. Exactly. But what they should care about. Young people should care about leave it to beaver. <laughs> See, whenever young I Young people should care about. War of the Worlds. <laughs> was that one? That was like uh, the Pee Wee song. Yeah. Young people think- should yeah. care about Swing and Sway with Sammy K. Salt peanuts, salt peanuts. Salt peanuts. Or is it Salt Peter? Salt Peter. In the mood. Salt Peter. Salt Peter. My Roomba just turned itself on. Mm-hmm. By watching a porno. <laughs> Roomba porno is so easy to picture. All you need to do is look at two turtles doing it. And then that's Roomba porn. <laughs> Pretty much. But with Roombas. Mm-hmm. Although maybe Roombas get turned on watching turtles do it. Or they two might. flying saucers from Carvel. Young people should care about old Carvel commercials That's with Tom Carvel. Exactly. Young people should know all about Tom Carvel. I think Tom Carvel could be a jazz vocalist in, yeah. this, in this example. <clears throat> Brett, like do you a, know who like Tom Carvel is? Armstrong. Yeah. Do you even know who Tom Carvel is, Brett? Or is this an East Coast situation? I, uh, I I don't I uh, I've oh cor- my what? god I of course Brett! know about Carvel I uh, did not know there Brett. was a there was a namesake there was a there was a uh, Brett 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 Patriarch. Brett 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 get ready this is important Brett Brett I this is like wait. if this was the Drudge Report the freaking siren would be right on the top spinning around yeah because this is a this is some, Brett about to learn about yeah. Carvel this is some the breaking history news. of the ice cream place. This is what we want to set the table for you, Brett, is. And speaking of setting the table. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Because today is. 
Threatsgiving. Threatsgiving. That's right. It's our annual Thanksgiving tradition. Uh, Threatsgiving is a little different than Thanksgiving because it features, uh, features rather than a, uh, a a turkey being brought in and a bountiful feast of of holiday food like stuffing and cranberry sauce. Threatsgiving. What do we eat on Threatsgiving, Julie? McDonald's. Yes, we eat McDonald's. And do we talk about anything specific? Or are we just like, mm. Well, I think last time we talked about McDonald's. I guess we're going to talk about McDonald's. No, should we order our McDonald's now before we get probably. to? We probably okay. should order it. Um, Let me go to my. What do you go? What do you do? Postmates? I'll seamless, do Postmates DoorDash. I mean, Tom, we can do a single order. I got my. Brett, I got you on this one. Oh, come on now. Are you sure? Yeah, I got you. I, well, there's, the, there's one thing I'm thankful for. Well, let me just say one thing. First of all, all these oh, people. You bought him just, a shake recently. You Tom remember? is so mean to Brett. Like you're fattening him up like um, Hansel and Gretel. Tom is so mean. It's a great way to go, to be honest. Yeah. What a I way mean, to it, die. Listen, what a way to die. To die in a candy house? Could you imagine? I've been working on that. You die at the candy shop. Is that, like a, is that a madness song? No, that's uh, that's Fifty Cent. Right, the most lifeless rap song. Right, right. I remember. I'll you take you to the candy shop. All right, so here we go. I gotta be conscientious because I'm in my home. You're not in the. You're in the office, so you can stink up the studio. <laughs> And then I've got to stink up my apartment with this stuff. I'm seeing McRib available. Are we in the McRib era? Are we in? A are you? We are still in the McRib era. I'm. It's so funny. I'm looking at this McDonald's. That'll be me on the thing. It's like it's like, look at this. It's like crispy. How can I get it? So it's crispy critters. Crispy critters. I can't do it. It's like it says it's like most popular crispy chicken sandwich, crispy chicken sandwich meal. Big I have Mac a McRib meal. on mine too. Double quarter pounder, ten piece. Then it goes twenty piece McNugget. This is the most popular. 40-piece McNugget, medium French fries. The next thing, straw, two-piece mm. cutlery, spoons, fork. No, yeah, those are the most popular. Those are, You got some problems, McDonald's, if those are your most popular items. I don't see ice cream. I'm getting sad. Ice cream's my favorite thing on the McDonald's menu. What do you want, Brett? A McRib meal? I would like a McRib meal with a Diet Coke, please. McRib meal. Let's bump this Because life up is short, large. baby. You got to get it while you can. You hear that? You hear that? It's like we got a freaking Ferris Bueller is in the house, apparently. Life moves pretty fast. The McRib moves pretty fast. I'm going to get a Large filet of fish out of, in tribute to my friend Tom. Oh, well, that's no cheese. That's the nicest thing I ever heard. Let me go here. You should name that damn sandwich after you at this point. At this point, they should. At this point, I should. I should be the favorite. They should go get me. Phileo Tom. Does moveon.org still exist? I'm going to start a petition. They should get me a freaking pirate outfit so I can be the new mascot. Now we're talking. No American cheese. Filet of fish large. Should I get an apple pie? You should. Yes. This is what I want you to try, Julie. If you would, if you would indulge me on this threats giving. Okay, because I've never had a McDonald's apple pie in my life. If you get a McDonald's apple pie and you get a Sunday. Okay. You mash that freaking pie right into the Sunday. They, and are, then you they got, don't have any Sundays available. I was looking for ice cream. That was the first no thing McFlurries? I looked for, and they don't have it. No shakes. No nothing. No shakes either. I, okay. I wonder if there's like an issue with delivery people. Melting or pouring shakes on people. Mm -hmm. 
All right, I'm ordering finalizing cart. Can you believe they give you the freaking option of of removing the fish fillet from the fish fillet? What am I? It was just five easy pieces. <laughs> I want a goddamn fillet of fish sandwich. Hold the goddamn fish fillet. Hold the bun. Hold the cheese. So you want you want your tartar sauce? Ew. I can't remove this tartar sauce. I'm not in the mood for tartar sauce. Well, it'll just be me and my fish and pie. Oh, God. What if I made a mistake on this and added a ketchup and mustard? To, to what? To my filet of fish. I didn't, though. I didn't make that They're not going to put it on it. They'll put it in a packet in the bag, I bet. They'll be like, are you sure? Do you have ice cream as an option? Don't even tell me. I'll be so jealous. Yeah, we won't. I won't tell you. I'm trying to think of the last. No, I'm not like, oh, I can't remember the last time I ate at McDonald's. Like, I can remember. Yeah. I was very hungry. I can remember the last time I ate at McDonald's. It was two days ago. <laughs> I was a very different person back then. No. I wore where I, I wore a younger man's clothes when I was seventeen. It I was a very good year. It was a very good year. Those two hacks. Those two hacks suck shit. I ate at McDonald's all day. Let's and see. And then I died. And then I died. The movie star and, and the, the rest. rest. What happened to my freaking cart? Hold on. You rat bastard. What are you doing to me? What are you doing to me? Seriously. What's this app trying to do to me? Brett, have you ever given your dog a, a McDonald's hamburger or a cheeseburger? I don't think so. We've done a puppuccino. Um, yeah. She's a small dog. You know, she's a she's a little dog. Uh, so uh, but I do think like the, the like a hamburger, like a McDonald's hamburger or cheeseburger is like the ultimate dog treat. Oh you God, take the onions it. off. They love it. You know what? Maybe I'll try it then. You can smell. I mean, well, think about it. Anything that can stink up a plane like that, mm -hmm. yeah, is going to be a dog's dream. Yeah. The um, do you think just throw the just put the whole hamburger down and just let take her the wrapper off? Well, yeah, okay. Let her take bites of it and try and because she's going to want to swallow that whole thing mm -hmm. like a like a flying saucer, which we're about to teach you. We're going to teach you about in a minute. Yeah. Brett, this is what, what this is what I would do with the, the Carvel thing. Yeah, get has ready. to do with flying saucers. Get ready. Get yeah, ready. Yeah, get ready. It's exciting. You're not ready. You might not be ready. Yeah. For Carvel this jelly. used space as a uh, point of departure creatively for its for some of its. Um, I don't want to say branding. It goes so beyond, oh or maybe God. not even up to branding. I cannot wait for this. It's like the dearly departed Fry's Electronics out here in L.A. Uh, Fries and electronics. There was a there was an old uh, electronic store that was very good, a very good electronic store. Um, but one of their locations, maybe their original location, uh, they had like a giant. It looked like a giant UFO crashing into the front of the store. Oh, that's cool. It's very mm -hmm. cool. It's very cool. But they sadly did not make it through quarantine. And they also sold fries. Um, no, it was like F R Y. It's like Carvel. It's like the name. Uh, oh, the I Name see. of the 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 family that owned. The... So I was gonna say they should pick something. Yeah, huh? I mean. They might be able to get me on the fries if I was there browsing, you know, cables and things like that. Yeah, they'd get you on the fries, but they wouldn't get you on the VCR. That's the problem. Mm, yeah. 
I just did the whole freaking order, and it turned out it was going to send it. They're like, this seems pretty far away for you. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, he's going to bring it to my house. <laughs> Meanwhile, your dogs, your dogs just woke up from a nap being like, I had the worst nightmare that food yeah. was on the way, and then it wasn't. And then it wasn't. Yeah. No, these, look, these dogs, <laughs> they know that Brett's, Brett's uh, dog, dog might not know the, uh, the, the, the taste of, the uh, taste of uh, McDonald's French fry. Trust me, over at our house, <laughs> these dogs, there ain't no mystery to them. They're they're the fry guys. They are so rabble, in- rabble. You give the dogs a fry because Brett's like, oh, my dog's small. Well, you see, you see Nancy. Nancy ain't mm-hmm. big. Nancy'll knock back a, knock back <laughs> a, knock back a. You go, Brett. You go. You just say. Can I get a plain hamburger? Plain hamburger, yeah. No, I immediately regretted saying the small. Like, as soon as I said the she's small thing, I could hear uh, her voice in my head saying, like, don't speak for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yeah. Me- I immediately regretted that. Yes. That was like. Um, also, that- those hamburgers are small. They are, yeah. Remember when and supersized me when Morgan Spurlock ate his first uh, Big Mac in the movie and then just immediately threw up in yeah. the in the parking lot? <laughs> what a pussy. That's when I was just like, what's wrong with you? It's soft. <laughs> Jeez. The freaking Big Mac. What a loser. Hold it together, dude. Yeah. Yeah, you're he that's literally makes him like the um like what people think young like they think kids today are. Just like, oh you're so soft, you can't even handle it. Yeah, like, snowflakes. Yeah. He was a freaking like, snowflake at that point. It was a right, it would be like if the greatest generation would be like, here, do a shot. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, well, I don't actually, feel well. I don't think I could do a shot today. It's a Big Mac. McRib meal, large Diet Coke, go to checkout. And then there was that other guy in the movie who like had eaten a Big Mac every day for like 40 years. Yeah, and he yeah. Was, yeah, he was um one of those like skinny like guys with a trucker hat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um <clears throat> Are you did you get your order in Julie? I did. Okay, here goes, here goes our order. Tip three hundred percent. Um, I saw that thing on uh on uh, Twitter, Tom. That somebody you you got quoted on a bar menu or something. It was the most exciting thing I've ever seen. A bar in I believe Ohio put a quote from me at the bottom of their their menu. It said, "Nobody ever went broke from tipping." Tom Sharp. Mm-hmm. It was the most exciting thing i've seen in a long long time it was so great i think about that all the time all right orders in now brett you under you know what carvel the ice cream chain is i'm familiar yeah i'm familiar you did not have that what down do you know there. about what do you know about carvel I, I i just think of uh sort of custom made cakes maybe mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. uh desserts yeah. um carvel was well, the- the like, birthday cakes. Birthday. Yeah. That's right. Birthday cakes. Famous birthday. With the crunchies, cakes. layer of crunchies, chocolate, that layer is of crunchies, right. okay, vanilla. Yes. Carvel yes. was like a walk-in, soft ice cream place, where you could get a cone, a cup, this, that, and then they also had these cakes that were in the in the freezer, and they had cookie puss. Hmm. Fudgy the Whale. Fudgy the Whale, which I believe is the same cake, just turned a different so angle. Here's, that what, so which one's Fudgy which? also became Santa Claus because right. his tail became a hat. Mm-hmm. And 
Cookie became Cookie. Oh God, I'm really I'm not doing well here. Cookie Opus was his Irish cousin who came out around St. Patrick's Day. Came came down once a year from Space Mm -hmm. Ireland because because Cookie Puss was an alien. Do you don't do you know the Beastie Boys song Cookie Puss? Brett, do you know this Beastie Boys had a song called oh, Cookie Puss? No, I don't. This is this is all one of their to earliest me. songs. It was it was kind of like the transition between them as a hardcore mm-hmm. group and Cookie Puss and a rap group was Cookie Puss was kind of like a novelty song that they did. Why don't we start by listening to a minute of the song Cookie Puss? Cookie Puss. Okay, great. Do you look up? Maybe they have the video. But does Cookie Puss, Julie? I can't remember. Is Tom Carvel on Cookie Puss? Maybe because maybe this, we should the, just the introduce Carvel Brett. Carvel was named after this guy named Tom Carvel. Yeah, I feel like Brett should get one of the commercials as yeah, the true as an introduction. Yeah, take me through this. We got all the okay. all day. Brett, I would love to be taken on this journey. The owner of Carvel was a guy Julie just said, Tom Carvel, and he was this guy had a smoker's voice. He was the voice of. He did the voice for the commercials, and it's one of those ones where you're just like. If you've ever heard anybody go, oh, there's a crazy local commercial with someone that probably shouldn't be doing the voice or be on camera. Tom Carvel is the poster child for that concept. He had he, a mouth. He did not want to be there. He did not. He he did one. He was like one take Charlie. Yeah. He was phlegmy. He was raspy. raspy. Sounded like he had half a fudgy the whale in his mouth. And he was really just like really rushing through the copy. And yeah. it was one of those things where the engineers would ask for a second take and you'd just see the chair spinning. Like one of those chair, like, like those rotating yeah. chairs, just kind of like, and he was gone. <laughs> we both said this. The chair was still moving. I knew exactly. He just, what he'd, he'd left. Um, if you could search Tom Carvel. And then you can see what the, the Julie and I grew up on these commercials were on all the time. Yes. In the tri-state area. And I want to make it clear that the Carvel menu was extremely limited. They basically yes. had chocolate, vanilla, and crunchies. And yes. that's what the cakes were. They were all made out of mm-hmm. that. And then they also had these things called flying saucers, which were like chocolate wafers with either chocolate or vanilla inside. It's an ice Saucer. cream sandwich. Like a, like, a, like a soft serve ice cream frozen between two... It's an uh, ice cream sandwich yeah. in, the, in a circle shape. The menu is incredibly limited. If you wanted hard ice cream and you wanted options, you go to Baskin Robbins. What do you go? Yeah. You don't go to. You yeah, don't I, mean, go I to think Carvel. they did have hard ice cream, but nobody ordered it. It wasn't really. It was mm-hmm. really more for show. I think yeah. it was one of those like, yeah, we'll get it if people insist, but no one. You yeah. were, you know, you were a novice if that's what you went into yeah. Carvel and asked for. Now, Brett, do you think you're ready for this? Um. I, I think I am. I, I wasn't a couple minutes ago, but I, I feel more prepared now. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm ready. I, I'm, 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 but I'm also anticipating, you know, I'm you ready for anything. How do you think Cookie Puss talks? If, if you had to guess. Yeah. yeah, that's another good one. Cookie Puss. Okay, so Cookie Puss is. And um, he's named Cookie Puss because he has two cookies for eyes and the, the puss is a, is his face. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking. He's got like a, a little ice cream cone for a nose, it looks like maybe. Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. he's okay. great. 
Yeah. He's a great guy. I like him a lot. Yeah, I mean, I would say Cookie Puss would have a sort of uh, maybe like a higher pitch, sort of cartoonish oh, voice. Okay. You know? um, Interesting. Uh, Someone, maybe okay. with a little, I mean, yeah, maybe I could see him with a little brogue or something. I guess kind of like we were saying mm. earlier. Cookie um, Opus. Well, that yeah, that's, his, co- that, that's, that's his co- uncle. That's Cookie Opus. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. This is all news. Yeah, it's all news. It. No, look, yeah. you're doing. You're doing. Uh, you're. Yep. You don't mm-hmm. know how well you're doing right now. Oh, thank you. And just get close. Do, based on what Julie and I said about Tom Carvel, just do the what. Say, hey, welcome to Carvel. Uh, I'm Tom Carvel. Um, what do you think that would sound like? Okay, based on what you told me about Tom yeah. Carvel. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, hold on. <laughs> welcome to Carvel. <gasps> it's well, Tom. Is Julie, that you? I think it's like the last emperor. I think this is like the, I think Brett's the reincarnated Tom Carvel. It's like the Dalai Lama. He's. We should get a medium. We should get that medium back on the show and have her contact Tom Carvel. I've yeah. always wanted to be possessed. I'm an empty vessel. Baby. You already might be. I want be the spirit world news. to get in this body and just start working me like a puppet. I've always wanted to be the, uh, you know, it's like subject to a demon's whims. Mm-hmm. Well, you are a Joe. You're subject to a demon's whims. Don't call Joe a demon. He's he's more of an he's more of an an augury or ogre. No, Joe's like a Van Helsing. Actually, he he okay. he fights the monsters. He gives them a little chomp on a, on his tush on their tushes. Yeah, a little chomp on the tushes. Now let's unveil. All right, this is the this is the I have a this is the fudgy the whale commercial. Okay. I also no, have a co- no no look at the cookie puss one. Cookie puss. Cookie puss is iconic. Iconic. All right, let me bring cookie puss in. Here we go. Cookie right. puss is. Are you ready? The one. Yes. I'm ready. Here we go. Here's some ice cream cakes that only Carvel makes. They're made fresh every day. Cause that's the Carvel way. And while you're at the store, say cookie for some more. And don't forget about Hug Me the Bear. Nobody knows who Hug Me the Bear is. Your participating Carvel dealer also has Hug Me the Bear and Cookie Puss Dolls. You'll love them. Thank you. So that was Tom, but I want to hear. That was him at his best, also. I just want to say that was. That was the least phlegmy, most professional read Tom Carvel ever did. We you just heard. <gasps> I think my food is here. Oh my god! It's New York City, baby. Suspiciously quick. Hold on. All right, I think this is. It looks like while Julie's doing that, it looks like this next one is Cookie Puss talking. Okay. I think I see Cookie Opus next to him. I think I see. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to say one thing to you, Brett. Oh, Our is food great. is ten minutes away. Oh so my god! It's not going to be long for us either. It's gonna be a rough ten minutes, but I think I can make it. I think you got it in you. I think you can do it. What do you think of that? I love it. Our food's ten minutes away. Okay. You know, LA, we're a little they're a little more relaxed out here. I know. Go get your McDonald's over there, dude. Uh you Who's want that? me to bring Who's it that to has you? pickles, man. Yeah. Did you want me to bring this to you, dude? <laughs> like, what? I thought you wanted me to I thought you wanted you me to chow down. You were going to bring it to me. I don't like fish fillet that much, man, but I <laughs> guess I could eat these. No, it's not for you. What? Sorry, dude. I was hungry. I got the munchies. New York. Eric Adams is like, 
I'm against rats and I am in favor of fast food delivery. Yeah. He's we working a rat out a mayor. Th- he should work out a thing where the rats deliver the fast food. I think put, put the them rats to work, to work is the way to go. I think you're completely right. Put the rats to work. You see a little rat trotting down the street with a with a uh, with a uh, all bomb pan bag on its back. Yeah, you salute him. Yeah. Oh and man, the, the smell is very strong. I might have to keep this in the hallway until yours gets here. In the hallway? Is that what you call your stomach? <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my trot. You're gonna put the uh, put the old McDonald's in the hallway. My hallway is the rec room. All right, Brett, next Carvel commercial. All right, here we go. This is is another Cookie Puss commercial, I believe. Now that the the pump has been primed, I believe this is a Cookie Puss uh, talking. Yeah. Um, And you said you think think he has a high voice? (laughs) Yeah. I think he has a high cartoonish, uh, high kind of voice. Um, Get Uh, ready. Get ready. Hi, kids. That kind of a voice. Mm -hmm. Get ready. Mm Mm-hmm. Happy St. Patrick's Day from Carvel. I'm here with my Can't good buddy, Cookie O'Puss. We want to help you celebrate. Keep it on screen. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You were high as hell, aren't uh, you? Yeah, I'm sorry. This is real. Tom, <laughs> so if I wasn't before, I am now. high as hell. Here we go. Carvel. Happy Get him enough Patrick's Day from Carvel. I'm Can you pause it for a second? Cookie O'Puss, I didn't realize his eyes are way like more like he looks like he's way higher than Cookie Puss looks like he's looking to the right. Cookie Cookie O'Puss looks like he's in a K-hole. Cookie Puss looks like when, yeah, he looks like when Ray Liotta, no, he (laughs) looks like in vinyl when Bobby Carnival pulls his head up after doing cookies. (laughs) And you're like, I don't think that's cocaine. I think you in, I think you inhaled something like you inhaled some yeah. sort of uh, some sort of industrial cleaner to do that to I, you. I like would point out also pupils. that Cookie Opus is wearing a little Irish derby, and yes. both of them have arms attached to their cheeks. I also want to point out that uh, they are for some reason in the woods <laughs> on this. The backdrop is just. The woods. You know when you think of, where do you think of you want your Carvel cake? Oh, the woods. Where do you like to eat ice cream cake? Uh, uh, beside the middle of the woods? Where, uh, I don't know. Of course, the, I take a Carvel bur- cake into the woods. They're, bur- they're burying the body of Tom Carvel. And, and it says on it, sir, it's like in the, <laughs> yeah, they, they killed him. It's like Goodfellas. They're yeah. burying him in the middle of the night. They just stopped at Cookie Opus's mom's house. Yeah. Yeah. Does that remind you of somebody? Yeah. That that fudgy the whale's looking over there. That fudgy over the whale's yeah. looking over there. Yeah. This one's going, I don't know. Ma, you're the woman for me. <laughs> it is. Uh, I mean, Cookie Opus does have, does seem to have a very defined personality. He seems just sort of happy, cheery. Yeah. He's giving a little side a, eye. Maybe he's a little kind of mischievous. No, no, that's yeah. Cookie Puss. That's, that's Cookie sorry. Puss. That's Cookie Puss. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. That's Cookie Puss. And then Cookie Opus, compared to that, is just is sort of just absent of. He looks to me like he's floating in a sensory deprivation tank and like <laughs> he looking just got up here. and looking up. Well, space yeah. space Ire- space Ireland is a weird place. Yeah, you have to go to the woods first before mm-hmm. you integrate into society. 
He um also Cookie Opus, if if this is if we're sticking with the Goodfellas theme, then Cookie Opus is obviously the Irishman. Cookie yes. Puss would be Henry Hill. Mm-hmm. Cookie Opus is the Irishman. Could we play mm-hmm. the rest of the commercial, please? Oh yeah, for sure. And the voice we didn't say the voice is so it is kind of high pitched, but it's like but it's, it's like double tracked and, and distorted, and it's uh yeah, it's, it's perfect. Um, yeah. We wanna help you celebrate. That's right, Cookie Puss. We want everyone to know that we're made at participating Carvel stores with America's freshest ice cream. The families who own Carvel ice cream stores would love to make a St. Patrick's Day cake for you and yours. Or any day that you want America's freshest ice cream, please visit them. Thank you. That's more of a Tom Carvel. The more of the Tom Carvel. <laughs> The ice cream, the ice cream, go to Carvel with the family and get ice cream. And that music, I was—I forgot that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Carvel uh, was something else. Is there a fudgy the whale? One? Yeah, I'm gonna pull the fudgy so you know, the whale. Hug yeah. me the bear is not a thing. That's not okay. Yeah, that seems no. like that seems like a one that they. They tried and they they failed. They, they failed threw that mold away the- too because they they reuse these molds a lot. You'll see these shapes like because they oh I know what um, Cookie Puss became, which is actually time of the year appropriate. He became Tom Turkey, I think. I did see a Tom Turkey ad. You're yeah, right. I think they made him into a Tom Turkey because mm-hmm. they recycled their two cake molds a lot. Now, Julie, I got a question for you. Yeah. What's Tom Carvel look like? Heaven. I've got an appearance. He was on Letterman. I've got a I've never seen Letterman appearance here. Like oh. a like a like a more in shape Harry Styles. I picture him looking like uh, Tommy Lasorda's uh, stand-in. Like he would be. Yeah. If Tommy yeah. Lasorda's like, all right, we're T eighteen. Uh, you know, offset. Uh, spring B team right. in for uh, for marks here. Right. If Lighting. you made er- Ernest Borgnine in claymation. Yeah. <laughs> yes. If Ernest Borgnine was in baby snakes. Well, I think it would go a little something like and then you hear a single gunshot yeah. and you don't rem- you don't know <laughs> the comedian <laughs> turns around or- goes, I think it might go a little something like this. Turns around. What was he reaching into his jacket for? <laughs> <laughs> scanners. So scanners ends. Where it begins. And that's where it begins. That movie's got that head kablooey like right away. You go, where is Cronenberg going to go after this? Where where, where he going to go? Yeah. And he's like, mm. Quebec, eh? Because that guy is Canadian. Come on, Gerald. What's taking you so freaking long? Let's get Gerald. He looks like. Uh... I might start. I might start on my fries. You should do it. Oh, start please, on your don't fries, wait on please. us. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the tenets of th- threats giving is. You don't wait for other people on Thanksgiving. You start eating when when your food shows up. Well, speaking of not waiting, I can't wait for this Fudgy the Whale commercial. Let's let's All roll right, this let's thing. Take it easy on the segways. Hello, baby. Fries. The whale of a cake for whale of a dad at your participating Carvel ice cream store. Yep, and this year your Carvel dealer makes them loaded with fudge and nuts. And you can get fudgy with an ocean to serve 20 people. 
But I don't know about that soon, ocean. Fudgy the whale, What's in that ocean? Of a dad, anywhere in the Carvel territory, you call the phone number that you see here. Thank you, and have a happy day, Dad. See, that's the Carvel one where you're truly like, wait, what did he say? At the end of, can you just catch the end of that last? Yeah. Have a, thank you, and have a happy day, Dad. Have a happy day, Dad. That's Tom Carvel at his best, where you're just like, oh, have a happy day, comma, Dad. I like it when he says thank you. Thank you. Have a happy day, Dad. I think it's an effective, it's a voice that weirdly is conducive to, uh, Selling desserts. I don't know. I hear that voice and I'm like, all right, I'll have a, I'll have a cake. Well, you hear that what voice, you you're that... just like, this dude just knocked back uh, a lot of dairy when you hear that <laughs> voice. You're like, this dude is a fan of his own product. <laughs> Sounds like he wakes up and has a fudgy the whale from Mr. Mr. Carvel. What would you like? His butler comes in. Good morning, Mr. Carvel. Here's your New York Post and your fudgy the whale. And your flying saucer. And your flying saucer. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. I mean, do you want to see Tom Carvel or do you want to do you, do you yes. want to? Okay. I do. I do want to see Tom Carvel. Look how big this dry. This is the biggest dry I've ever seen in my life. I like that. I told him to send over a big straw for you. So give her the big straw. If I hit somebody with this straw, that would be the last straw. Oh, it's time to meet Gerald at the door. Whoa. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> Arriving now. I'll get it. I'll get He's it. Not I'll get here it. Yet. He's Gerald, not here yet. Do you think it's yet. Gerald from Tea Public? Where is he? Where is he? Oh, oh no, his car just went in the river. <gasps> no, I'm kidding. What if you just saw like him him getting chased on the app? You see his little car, you see somebody running after it, and it's the Terminator. <laughs> and you're just like, run, run, Gerald, run. Like watching the Postmates app. Oh, they're killing it Gerald. Sounds, that sounds very LA. Don't LA people like watching car chases on the news? I always am like, when's the next car chase? I used to hate them. And then I came out here and now I'm just like, I you like can't these get car chases. Let's you're like see. a dog. You're like, I love chases. I am. I do, I'm. I'm like a dog. Dog, right? Is that um, Snoop? Is that that the song Snoop? Is that Snoop? Dog. I like when anybody's when like an old person's like, man, Snoop Doggy Dog. Uh huh. And they're like, <laughs> then you know they're like, but that's uh, Bill Butel. Who is that, Julie? That's no, it's Roger Grimsby. Is that Hold the news guy? It says, uh, this is just called Watch Ice Cream King Tom Carvel Sing. I mean, well, I'm ready. I would press, I would okay. hit play. Here we go. Let's see where, the, yeah. Here, Frank Perdue to do commercials, even though he looks like the product. Would you uh, hire wow. Tom Carvel? Someone's trying well, out their material. Listen, as Doug Johnson reports. I read his faces. <laughs> I'm getting a bad count here. 
<laughs> this is Tom Carvel. He sells oh ice God. cream and franchises. Ah! He looks he like a Carvel cake. Looks like Jimmy Durante. He looks like if a Carvel cake got hit by lightning and came to life. He looks exactly like Cookie Puss. I am losing yeah. my mind. He is Cookie Puss. He's Cookie Puss. Look, uh, even his uh, headphones look like Cookie Puss, like they, the flying saucers. They look like two flying saucers. This is the best day of my life. I didn't know Car Tom Carvel looked like Cookie Puss. He made him in his own image, just yeah. like God made uh, you know who. To do them. He feels his rugged personality sells. It seems that it does. But commercials don't always go as smoothly as the ice cream. Well, I'm standing here with Fred Landry, one of our store owners from Brooklyn. Fred, would you like to talk about Brooklyn? I'm sorry. Let's start all over again. Everyone's drunk. Super smooth. This is what the news used to be. Fresh ice cream that we screwed up the whole commercial with. This is Mr. Fred Landry, one of our Carvel store dealers from Queens. Fred would like to talk to you about the baseball Sunday. Let's see that Sunday, Fred. I think the idea that we will serve in these... Oh, forget it. In this, oh, forget it. Undaunted and more daring, Tom Carvel now has a new commercial which features him singing, sort of. Now we make ice cream. Every day at Carvel. Yeah, we make it fresh. Every way at Carvel. Already made sport of for his spoken commercials, what makes him think he can sing? As a gag, we've had these songs, we've put words to them. And the reaction has been great. Now they don't say that my grandma Dixon that the voice is lousy. What is it? <laughs> we make, we ice, make cream. ice cream. Every day at Carvel. <laughs> now we make it fresh. Every way. Go for it. <laughs> Look, just so people come back don't from this story, be like a horrifying plane crash now. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah breaking news. Uh, uh, Muammar Gaddafi has has passed away. Can we ask a moment of silence for Muammar Gaddafi? Like on the news, be like, wait, what's this guy? <laughs> this anchorman's going rogue. Please, if we could just honor. <laughs> the great Muammar Gaddafi today. The great. Ten minutes of silence. <laughs> ten minutes. Um, our food is here, Brett, according to the app. Uh, yeah, I'm about to bring it in to you. I'm just going to um, play something while I bring it in to you. Some food bringing music. Hey, you say you're getting tired oh, of lettuce hamburgers in this town that don't quite make it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You say that just once you'd like your hamburger hot and your lettuce and tomato cool and crisp all at the same time? Yeah. Well, I say you got it. I'm talking McDonald's new lettuce and tomato hamburger, the McDLT. Got the sweet green team with the prince and the hot. And the hot. Stays hot. Stays hot. DLT. Hot, hot. And the cool. And the cool. Stays cool. The new DLT. Cool, crisp. The beef stays hot. The cool stays crisp. Put it together. You can't resist. The hottest dish. Cool is dish. Keep the hot, hot. Keep the cool, cool. The DLT. The DLT. Hot, beefy, the Cool, crisp, LT. The for the great taste of McDonald's. Could be the best tasting lettuce and tomato hamburger ever. Oh man, you got a Sunday. I can see it from here. Here's your fries. Here's my fries. This is the pie container. Look how modern. Yeah, I don't know if I like that. I mean, half of these uh, McDonald's these days look like uh, office parks. They look like they're like little, you know, 
I don't know I when mean, that became the design style. This is style. classic yeah. branding. Make it big this. and red. Get those golden arches out. Yeah. I want clowns. Looks like a WeWork, half of these, half of these uh, mm -hmm. McDonald's these days. Yeah. And this is a, so this is a filet of fish. That's it. Ooh, it smells fishy. <laughs> so what part of the fish? Oh, that's Let's real see Jimmy, North Atlantic Let's see if Jimmy Jazz cod. is intrigued. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Remember, I was like, no cheese. How's Cut that cheese to... There it is. <laughs> like Look, this... they, they, uh, these things are suggestions right. for them, apparently. Okay. No, I think I'm going to give you cheese. Mm. It's a lot. You don't like it. It's fine. I, I, I don't know if I do. I don't know if I do. It's fine. I like pickles. Mm -hmm. There's no pickles on it. Uh-oh. <laughs> then what was that? That was something I don't know. <laughs> uh, while you guys are eating, this is a Tom... Uh, Tom turkey cake in honor of Thanksgiving here from Carvel. We turkeys can't appreciate celebrating Thanksgiving by eating a turkey. We think you should go to a Carvel ice cream store. So and buy you can ice see that's turkey. the cookie puss shape, right, yeah. Brett? Yeah, yeah. So they clearly had a mold. Yeah, they, and you know how they people say mold. they broke the mold. Carvel never broke the mold. And they're really they used the mold. They're really into that, like a distorted sort of. Alien voice, like um, uh, yeah, I think Tom Carvel may have uh, gotten a Moog at one point. Yeah, it's 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 very a uh, kind of experimental. It's very avant garde. It's much more avant garde than I was expecting. I kind of like it. Go to a Carvel ice cream store and buy an ice cream turkey. Then we can all have a party with you. Your participating Carvel ice cream store has Tom the turkey for Thanksgiving, and he's ready and beautiful. Or you want to send one to a friend? Use the toll-free number that you see here. We honor most major credit cards. And have a happy holiday, folks. Thank you. Thank you. I think it's polite to thank people in copy, and I wish you would do that in ads more, Brett. Um, yeah, who would I be? Who, who am I thanking? The people for listening? I don't know. I guess, the yeah, I think the people for listening. That's a great point. I, I I often will thank the sponsor, but I really should be thanking the people yeah, who listen them. to the ads. Yeah, we already have their money. Thank the people for their time. Thank you for thank you for listening. Or just say thank you. Yeah. However they interpret that, that's their business. Thank you. But then that sounds like just a sign off almost. I want it to be clear. Um, it kind of is a sign off. I think that's why Tom does it. But there was a sincerity to Tom's delivery here where I, I, I felt like it was directed at me personally. Um, there's a warmth to Tom Carvel. I might start bringing this into really? my ad reads. Yeah. In the freezer? Ready for some football or not yet? I'm still not ready. What team should I root for? If I had to root for a sports team, what team do you think would be good for me? Well, uh, Julie, this is this is first of all, this is what I want to do. We need some threats giving traditions beyond McDonald's. McDonald's is is set as a mm -hmm. threats giving tradition. 
That's the table. That's what's on the table. Yeah. So there's more to Thanksgiving. Yeah. We should have, like, because sports is a big part of Thanksgiving, watching the, the football game. And they're always the game. terrible games. They're always terrible games. But Julie wants to know which what teams. Team? This is the greatest question I have been asked. <laughs> And this is the because this is the most amazing thing. You are a blank slate. Mm-hmm. Do you yes, feel you no... in your heart? Is there any allegiance to any sports team of anything you've ever felt any pull toward? I don't want anything to do with Boston. Okay, good to know. I I, I have an idea, Tom, but I'm, I'm going to let you. Well, let's let's start. Let's start with baseball. Mm-hmm. Because there's the in the, the local teams would be the the, the Yankees who are expected to win and don't often win and they're like this the yankees are like this like we gotta win that's all we do is win i feel like the yankees is like are like you two they're like the band you two yes as a as a, as a sports team i think you i can't ma- see myself rooting for this someone's like you want to go see you two i'd be like I, I don't think i can the yankees are beyonce the mets are kesha Oh, okay. Then I like the Mets. But the thing is, they're underdogs. Are you limited to local teams though? Because I have some, I have some suggestions for you from other parts. Of the this country. one I want to say, of I'm course, open. And I just want to say this before we expand. Kesha, of course, I love Kesha, love, mm-hmm. love, love Kesha. But there's a frustrating quality mm-hmm. to the Mets that turns these people's minds sideways. You ever talk to a Mets fan when they think they're going to start winning? They become the most arrogant douches you've ever met as a cocky Mets fan. They are the you got knocked the F out of of sports. That sounds like they, me. That they sounds yell, like something they that taunt. I, I can I would connect to that. If I started doing a little well, then I would just rub it in people's faces left and right. That that's, sounds like my well, personality. Well, that's that's right. Before they start cashing checks that they had that the money wasn't <laughs> like yes exactly they didn't get the check yet for them to start writing checks yes like, like somebody's telling oh the money's coming the money's coming they start spending they start spending before the before they check their statement to see that the money's in that sounds the exactly bank. like and i start treating people horribly i, I don't yeah. i don't is that know, fair to say Brett? with people that i've known for years that that's very fair to say and, and as someone you know who's as an atlanta fan my you know sports uh, my my good sports moments are few and far between, so I so I'm in a similar position. But you you, you, you treasure those moments, but you don't get cocky because you know you know who yeah. you are. You know you're going to be as soon as the highs are going to be followed by some yeah. lows. So you appreciate, but you don't get cocky. The Mets fans could take lessons because they think being in New York, they think they're entitled to yeah. sports success, and you're not entitled to anything. I've right? heard I the. Like Yankee fans are arrogant in a very imperious way that makes me want to throw up. Like they just we're great. We know we're great. And case closed, we're great. What is it? Twenty seven championships. And I and I I love watching Beyonce at her at her best. That mm-hmm. is incredibly yes. exciting and satisfying. But the Mets are the ones who like. When are you gonna just realize? You just start flapping your gums after you win something. Just win something. Then you start flapping your gums. Nobody will take it away from you. You got to win one. But they, the Mets, they started off hot this year. I never heard more arrogant talk, more chefs puffed out 
from these Mets fans. It's like, look, buddy, I'm on your side. Get to November, and then you can do that all day long. So you think the Mets would be a good team for me? No, I don't. I think you'd. I think the Mets oh. would create a sense of eternal frustration. Okay. Can I present? A, of course, I, please. I, so, because I'm looking. So we got a new sports fan here, looking no allegiances, looking for new teams. I my instinct is there are there are certain teams in each sport that have never won a championship. They are they are uh, perpetual underdogs. These are teams that that but still have diehard fan bases, but they have not won yet. Because I don't want to push you towards a team that already already's won a bunch and they have like tons of smug fans. I want to put you on like you know one of these great underdog teams where everyone is like rooting, but they never quite get there. But maybe they will someday. And I'm gonna for baseball. I want to sell you on the Milwaukee Brewers. The Milwaukee Brewers have never won a World Series. Hmm. Milwaukee's a fun town. They have all the diehard fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have a mascot, Bernie uh, Bernie Brewer, who every time they hit a home run in Milwaukee, Bernie Brewer slides down this this huge yellow slide into a big thing of what they say is beer. I think it's just it's not. But they he slides down this big slide. What? Into like a big sort of it's beer. It's probably pee. And it's a fun team. Bernie Brewer's fun. Uh, I think I got a video here of, of him going down the slide. One second. And then this, I should say too, this slide, this is dangerous stuff. There was a, a, a Dodgers announcer this year who thought mm-hmm. he could just go down the slide uh, for mm-hmm. fun. And he broke like three ribs going down this slide. So this is something, you know, so it's <laughs> it's like this is... Bernie is really putting risking life and limb every time he goes down the slide, but he does it for his his home team. So this okay. is the fun that ha- is had in Milwaukee. I will say also I will say this: if you recommend a sports team to me, then I will re- I will personalize a musical for each of you. I will Perfect. say, oh my god, this is the I will say, Tom, ever. this is your musical. Yeah, you Brett, this is I your like. musical. The Julie, this is the greatest Thanksgiving gift I could ever get. <laughs> So this is Bernie. Oh, and this is, I think it must have been Mother's Day because Bernie's mother is there too and they're both going to go down the slide. Okay. All right, here we go. Yeah, Bernie's what got a big... What kind of an animal is he supposed to be? Oh, he's a man. He's got a handlebar mustache. He's like a turn of the century. Oh, oh okay, I see. Okay, so he's, he's like a turn of the century alcoholic, he's... basically. Yeah. Okay. And he stands up there. There's his slide. Bernie's dugout. Dancing around. The title of this video says they are going to go down the slide at some point. All right, here they go. And is that and and she has a mustache too? She's got a mustache too. That's cool. There she goes. Oh shit. Well, maybe they took out the beer thing. All right, they just go down the slide then he waves the flag. That's fun. I mean, I've seen mascots. I do like the um the Philly mascots who all have who all have those giant pelvises. Who are crazy? The Philly fanatic, the fanatic and gritty. and gritty. Yeah, I mean, look, Philly. Uh, that's a whole thing. If you, I mean, you know, uh, buyer beware. If you want to get into okay. you know Philly sports, because that's oh, because the, the you can't the get out. Fans are are dirt bags. Uh, they're they're. I I would say that they are fun dirt bags on yeah. the whole. Um, but that's I'm just well, saying if you Boston get into that, people, you can't right? get out. They're not. No, no, no. I, I I I you know that's what gave me a. Hearing you say you don't want to vote for Boston teams is a huge is a huge step in the right mm-hmm. direction here. I mean, I'm, I I know enough to know that. 
Uh, but Philly is like the fun version of I think the Boston fan base, where they're kind of they're kind of scumbags, but they're like they're fun and they don't win a lot, and they they sure. you know and they but they're very loyal. But they're not gonna they're not gonna give me a, a heart attack like the Mets. No, no, no. They win enough. They win enough that they they kind of keep you afloat. You know, there's enough okay. there's enough to kind of go off of. Uh, and like you said, the mascots are great. Um, you know, Philly sports. This is how the season. This is how it goes for like the Philadelphia Eagles, the football team. They will. The season starts. Eagles won ten to seven. We're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> We're going to the Super Bowl this year. We're going to the Super Bowl. I've never seen a fan base more <laughs> believing in their team. So now they are being set up for a tr- <laughs> true tragedy. I'm taking Excuse a me. bite of this pie. Oh, that's good. Oh, my God. Yeah. The Eagles are great this year. This is really good. But they are not what? going to win the Super Bowl. Okay. You heard it here first. They're not going to win the Super Bowl, and it's going to be kind of funny honestly because they wear their heart on their sleeves more than anybody i don't root against philly sports but right it's what about just the giants as, and the jets can i can i like one of those teams the giants are like the football version of the yankees ultimately oh, okay so they're and like, the they're jets like are the, the football house. version of the mets jets always lose always screw it up somehow Giants are arrogant. There was that TikTok video I showed you of that guy that was like, you're going to have ice cream a lot this year when the Jets win. And that that made me like the Jets. I I don't root against the Jets. But it is guaranteed that they're not going to win anything. Right. But there's also, there's a a gang in West Side Story called the Jets, which makes me like the Jets, too. I would I would still say you got a blank slate here. I I would not limit yourself to local teams because also I I think okay. you you also want to be positioning yourself so that you can be the like the celebrity fan of a team because that comes with a lot right. of perks. That comes with a whole lot of perks if you are like because right. every team loves to have a celebrity that comes because the, the games. Lakers are like the ultimate star fucker kind of like yeah, fan base. Right? L A and New York teams. Uh, they they have all their celebrities. They too folks. many. They've fans. got too many. But somebody yeah. like the you know I'm gonna say it again. The Milwaukee Brewers or there's some other options. But let's say the Milwaukee Brewers. If you became like a diehard Brewers fan, yeah. I swear that team would throw <laughs> free tickets at you. They throw uh mm-hmm, they throw mm-hmm. they give you a, they exactly. put you in a VIP box. What about Mini- what about Minneapolis? Because I love I've been to Minnesota a few times and I love the people of Minnesota. Do they have teams that the, are any the good? Twins? The Twins okay. would be a great team. I just want to say to 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 second what Brett is saying. If you were to root for the Brewers, this would be the this would be the 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 behind the home plate seats would be mm-hmm. you, the uh, Michael Michael Gerard from Killdozer, <laughs> and the Fonzie statue, <laughs> the statue of Fonzie. I like that celebrity odds. row. Be you, DeCroitson, the Ben DeCroitson, um, and. The Fonzie statue, and here's a fun fact about the Brewers: their 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 ace, their top pitcher, is named Corbin Burnus, and I always think they're saying Corbin oh, Burnson. Like the LA Law guy. Yeah, it always sounds like they're saying Corbin Burnson, uh, but his name's Corbin Burnus. 
So, Tom, do you concur with Brett or do you have a different recommendation for a team or do you like the idea of the Milwaukee Brewers? I like the idea of you. I think Brett's on to something. Okay. I think if you were to start wearing Brewers Brewers gear. Paraphernalia? Okay. The first thing you'd have to find, there's got to be a Brewers bar in New York somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where, the, where, they all, where they all watch the games, all the Brewers fans. Like where it's just like it's like displaced people from Wisconsin. I'm sorry, just to be. I'm sorry, this is a stupid question. This is football, right? This is baseball still. Oh, this is baseball. Okay, the Brewers. Yeah. Um. So let's just say you're a Brewers fan for baseball. We'll we'll start okay. with the Brewers. I I agree with okay. that. Football, okay, football though, Brett. Football could be about. Football might not be want to be where you want to be the big fish in a small pond, though. You know what I mean, Brett? I should just yeah. get on board. <clears throat> it's like, look, I would say because you don't want to be a you, like, and we also don't want to. You've got if you're Brewers for baseball, you don't want to be Packers because that's the you, you know we we want to get away from the Packers. That's, that's the Mil, that's the Milwaukee team. In that's football. Aaron Rodgers going on uh, Alex oh. Jones and moaning all about Ivermectin. Ooh. But I like that Ooh. each sport. Each sport, you have a different team from a different region, so you're not like your allegiance is not regionally specific. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, I think that's a good. But move. Uh, but if I hear the words Ole Miss, I am signing off. No, there's no, no college no, no. sports in any of this. Uh-huh. Okay. Only pro sports. This is also the Brewers hat, real quick, which is a fun. Oh, that's a cute. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. those colors. Yeah. It's a fun hat. Yeah, it's a baseball and the B. Hmm. Like there's a little, there's a little M, confused yeah, like me MB that this was a, there. Yeah, I like that logo. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's say you are tentatively a Brewers fan then. Okay. Okay. Football. Football. What are we thinking, Brad? Well, I had. Well, this is this is maybe I'm I'm going to continue my same strategy, but I'm open. You know, this is my pitch: is that I was going to uh, push you towards the Detroit Lions in football, uh, similar to Milwaukee, diehard fan base, uh, a, a city that is like. Very, you know, you know, Detroit, like Philadelphia, very diehard fan base, but they have they've won even less than Philadelphia has, but they stay loyal to the team. Uh, again, cool jersey, cool colors, blue and silver. Uh, they've had some great players very over Hanukkah, the year. Very Hanukkah. I also want to make sure that, like, I'm rooting for the Jewish teams the way that I know that Mets are Jewish. Well, if you're going to root that- for the Jewish teams in football, um, <laughs> you luck. might want to <laughs> do something other than that you might you might come off a little light if you're looking for the jewish nfl teams that's fair okay we'll just say that they're kosher we don't need to be jewish they just need to be kosher let's just say i don't want aaron Rodgers in the on the roster the odds are you're going to feel like whichever football team you're picking if you don't pick one in a true metropolitan area Mm -hmm. you might as well be rooting for a kenny chesney concert Right, exactly. That's what you're stepping into. That's it's what like, I'm It's asking, like a football. Yeah. It's like I went to a Kenny Chesney concert and a football game broke out. <laughs> like it's like if you went to a Kenny Kenny Chesney concert and somebody started saying, "Hey, well, let's play a game." That's so, what you don't want. Any Detroit Lions. You don't want any Texas right team. Now. You don't want no, any. No, 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 no. Nothing from Texas, nothing from Arizona, no Florida. <clears throat> I'm kind of thinking Julie needs to go to a team that has a little bit of 
a little bit of glitz, a little okay, bit. Okay, not okay. Not the because mm-hmm. look, the Cowboys would be the 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 gaudiest move you could make. America's team. They call themselves the America's Cowboys? team. The Dallas Cowboys. They haven't I won can't anything. They haven't won anything since Bill Clinton was in his first term. Oh, please! And they are convinced that they are America's team somehow. My my in laws are huge Cowboys fans. I really gotta. It, that's a whole I can't thing. Do you that. don't want to be a part of that fan base. No, yeah. it's it's like it's like a it's like a cult of idiots. It really is. It's like the world's dumbest cult. It's Cowboys fans. They don't actually win anything, but they the believe that they are the true chosen people. And I just want to say to to Sandra, my mother in law, I don't officially sign off on that class. No, you do. Of, the, the, uh, look, Brett. Look, I just want. She's say, not he listening. Says it, he says it off air all the time. Just want to say, I can't get him to stop talking about how dumb Cowboys fans are. <laughs> you tried once. Mouthful of teeth. Yeah. No, Cowboys. Stay away from the Cowboys. Not a problem. <clears throat> I. What is it like? What, Brad? What would you think about like the San Francisco 49ers? Yeah. Oh, I like that yeah. idea. I've got fans in San Francisco. That's what I mean. Like a like a. A city that's it's definitely a city, but it's not New York, Los Angeles. Do they Angeles. play the Ju- do they play the Judy Garland song when they take the field? Yeah, it's like they take it's like oh no, San I Francisco. Open your golden McDonald's. gates. They play the one from Clifford. It's like boy, I can hardly wait. San Francisco, open, open your, your golden, golden gates. gates, boy, I can hardly wait. Uh, they also have a stunningly handsome quarterback uh, who is. Let's uh, see the man. Show me the hunks. Jimmy Garoppolo. Wait till you see Jimmy. Oh G. my god. Wait till you see this guy. Julie. Isn't he one of the Jerky Boys? He's like freaking Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, and not just sports handsome. Like this is like this guy could be a model. All right, yeah. let me see here. Let me find a good one. That's pretty good, I think. San Francisco, here is your golden one, wandering one, saying I wander no more. All right, this, this, is, uh, this is Jimmy Garoppolo here. Oh, he's handsome. Look at all those teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Now pull up a picture of uh, Nick Foles. <laughs> Just so that Julie knows what a quarterback could look like. And, and before I do this, I will say Nick, Nick Foles has won one Super Bowl. Jimmy Garoppolo has not won any. Yeah. Uh, but... Let's see. We just realized well, this, this is another quarterback. Yeah. I just don't want you to think like they all could look like, well, Jimmy Garoppolo is yeah. the most handsome version, but they're all pretty close to that. It's like, mm, just realize who's lugging that football around. Schlepping that. Yeah. The pigskin, the old pigskin. Well, it's, it's not kosher. That's the idea. No. So San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. And Milwaukee Brewers. And there's Nick Foles. God bless you, Nick Foles. That's the best picture I, of Nick I Foles I've ever seen. I actually think he's kind of cute. Find That's a better Brett. Guy, no? <laughs> Sorry, I like Nick Foles. I'm, I'm stacking the deck a little bit. I think he's yeah. cute. No, he looks like Napoleon Dynamite usually. I'm kind of into it. He sort of looks like Dak All right, then pull up Eli Manning. Give me he's an Eli type. Manning I know what photo. Eli Manning looks like. And Peyton Manning is the other one, right? Yeah, it's the brother. And they have a third brother in finance. I think his name's like Chuck or something. Yeah. Basketball. Basketball. This is where oh, I do go. my. This is thing. where Tom is is focused. I've got thoughts. 
I feel like you've already probably thought about this, Tom. I'm not allowed to. Li- I'm not. The Knicks are off the table until Woody dies. <laughs> I would, the idea. I would tell you to stay away from the Knicks, honestly. That's what I was. I'm when saying you figured st- out. I think you figured out on this show the reason mm-hmm. why the Knicks are cursed is because as long as Woody Allen keeps rooting for them, I don't think you're wrong. I think it's two tiered. I think it's Woody Allen and it's James Dolan, the team owner, who's the blues right. guitarist, whose band the, is amazing. Show. Yes. Um. No Knicks, no Nets, because you don't definitely want the Nets. But they got rid of. Uh, I ain't get rid of him yet. Not yet. He's in timeout. I thought they suspended him. Well, they, suspending still, not the same as firing. He's still on the team. No, he's still on the team. He, He'll they, be they, back. They just they're just not letting him play. Literally right the now. first second he gives a loop. I warm, did not realize that. I thought back. he was off the team. No, he's still. They're figuring it out right now. He's just not taking oh, the court. Boy, he's still on the roster though. Um, so just to just as so we've got Brewers for baseball, 49ers for football. That's Midwest, West Coast. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Tom. What do you, what do you think of her? I'm thinking, let's think of like, you know, look, I would say if Phoenix wasn't in Arizona, I would say the Phoenix Suns could be a fun one. It could be one. a lot of fun. But no, I'm going to say. The gorilla mascot. The gorilla Arizona ma- did win the. It did go, yeah. Election. One of the, well, let's show you the mascot. Oh my gosh! All right, I gotta find a video of him dunking. Hold on one second. Of Wait, what? The Arizona mascot? Of the Phoenix Suns mascot. Let's. This could. This could sell you. Is it Nathan Arizona, and his babies? No, it's not Nathan Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize the night that we did Double Threat Live, and I kept pimping you to do yeah. the Nathan impression. That Nathan I, was there. That he was there. Yeah, I knew he was there. I don't think I did it that night. I'm sure he's flattered regardless. He's fine. All right. Now, this is the Phoenix Suns have a mascot. I'm not going to tell you their name because it will kind of give away. Oh, I see. The okay. Mascot. As soon as I show it, it's going to give it away. Is it this Peyote mascot, the. <laughs> Peyote the tripping. <laughs> it's, it's just a giant sheet of blood. Peyote the acid. porpoise. Yeah, it's just a sheet of blotter acid with bugs with uh, uh, Bart Simpson, <laughs> Bart Simpson tabs on them. Um, no, it's a it's a fentanyl. It's a fentanyl mascot. Oh, whatever happened to good old Fen Fen? Why can't yeah things just stay the way they when were? When I was a kid, they had Fen Fen, not fentanyl. Fentanyl. Um. This apple pie is so good. Right. It is completely. Right. My expectations were too low. Consider yeah. I'm going to have it for breakfast. Yeah. I can yeah. Keep it around. Okay. Do get people ready. do that? People have a McDonald's apple pie for breakfast with a coffee. That sounds like a good breakfast. You can do whatever you want, McDonald's. To me, the alcoholic. <laughs> McDonald's, you bend it and shape it to your needs. Yeah. All right, so the Phoenix Suns mascot is a gorilla. What? And he's very oh, good. He's funny. He's very good at dunking. Yeah. Um. So he'll do these like dunks. Wow. Little shots. We might get a video here at some point. All right, here we go. Look at him go. Oh. The flip. Oh my god. Yeah. He's got trampolines. Otherwise, he'd be on the team. It don't matter. 
to me. I mean, that's pretty impressive gymnastics. Look at that. He's doing flips. Yeah. Are you kidding? Wow. He's great. What's his name? Just call him the gorilla. Go go the gorilla. Go go uh, wireless internet and. What would you think a, on about a, on a plane? Hope you don't ever have to send an attachment. Brett, what about this for a movie idea? Yeah. The Phoenix Suns. The gorilla starts playing on the team. Because, like, somebody like, broke, like somebody, somebody breaks her ankle or something. But he's an actual gorilla. An actual we make gorilla. him an actual yeah. gorilla yeah. this time. It's not a guy in a gorilla. But it's suit. Al Franken or Tom Davis. It's like it's in a like, gorilla costume. It's like them in Trading Places. Um, Can I pitch you on a, a movie slight... that has no problems? What's what's the uh, what do you want? A, sl- a slight. Uh, uh, I mean, this is sort of a plot we've seen before. But what if uh, they're trying to like? Uh, tank because they want to get the first draft oh, pick. Oh yeah, yeah. They, and they so they put the. Oh, it's like the producers. Yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah. they're trying to tank. So they're like, oh, I, I know how we can tank. We put the gorilla as our starting yeah. uh, point guard. Yeah. But then he turns out to be as good as he is in these halftime shows. Yeah. Without the trampoline, turns out he never needed the trampoline. Yeah. It was just to like so people didn't freak out. I just want to say like I like gritty. And I don't know if Gritty's hockey. I think Gritty's hockey. I'm gonna say this. I almost could send you to the to the 76ers if it wasn't for the, <laughs> the team not being great. I would send you their way. All right, that's very impressive. He was bouncing along. There's the no floor. traveling there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean she could be flyers for hockey. And flyers sons. might I would say yeah. this is what is I would that, say. Is though. that what that's gritty, gritty is? That's gritty. Is flyers? Yeah. yeah. But I want to say this. I think for on Julie's behalf, since ultimately Julie needs one New York team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She needs one team that she can go to a home game. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm also yeah. a New Yorker. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. So why don't we, what if we make, for hockey, what if Julie's a Rangers fan? But what about Gritty? Well, you got to pick a team, Julie. You don't want to go to Philly. You want to be able to go up the road to right. an amazing, to, to Madison Square Garden Right. You you put your Rangers jersey on. You get like a. It's always fun. Everybody likes wearing the jerseys, the nice jerseys. Oh, they put a Christmas outfit on that yeah. friggin' gorilla. Yeah. Yeah, I think Phoenix Suns are probably locked in. This is. This, this is pretty this is a good call for basketball. Oh, I don't know if it's Phoenix Suns though. Okay. I wish I, I could say Trailblazers too. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. What do they do? They're in Portland. They're the cool team. That's like the cool. What do they do? They play basketball. I've literally never heard of them. The Portland Trailblazers has one of the best, one of the the coolest players in the last 20 years plays for the Trailblazers. His name's Damian Lillard. He follows me on Twitter. Oh, my God. Ooh. His favorite show is Monk. Oh, I love that. That's amazing. I've I think DM'd you told me about with him, him about Monk. That's the, what's his favorite episode? Uh, I didn't get that far with him, it, but he was. Maybe is it one you wrote? That'd be cool. I don't know. I told him I wrote or co-wrote twenty-five episodes of the show, and that I was um, that I'm a huge fan of his, and I can't believe That's... he likes the show. It's very cool, and he sent me back like an emoji of like the a black arm doing the Ugh, flex. Strong. And I was like, this is the coolest thing. Uh, I couldn't believe it. Um, so should I give you your musicals or should we recap? Well, just, the, show show the, Julie the a clip. Sports. Show Julie how cool Damien Lillard yeah, is when yeah. he hits that. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing, he hits a shot, Julie, 
that wins a series, a playoff series. Second time he's done it. You just and the second time he's done it, just watch the look on this guy's face when he wins. If you've ever heard the expression "act like you've been here before," hmm. this dude acts like he's been there before, and it is. I wa- I saw this. I almost started crying watching how he handled how cool he handled that moment. He's the guy on the far left with the ball in his hands right now. The game is tied with nine seconds to go. Portland can w- if they win this game, they win the series and they go to the next round of the playoffs. So this is a big moment right now, and he is. Look how far away he is from the basket right now. That's probably thirty-five feet from the basket. Is that fair to say, Brent? Yeah, he, yeah. He's way. He's he's just inside half court, and he's yeah. gonna. Be, he's watching the clock. He's keeping his eye on the clock. He's not gonna pull the trigger until it's at because he doesn't want the other team to get the ball back. Yes, he's trying to take a shot and burn the clock so that they don't get a final shot. But here, he, now, just watch what happens after his shot. Lillard, a chance to send the Thunder home. Lillard, long range three. And oh my God! But just watch this. Wow. Oh, I like it when they all hurt. Watch his face. When he comes out of the pile, watch his face. They all piled on top of him. Guy, we got to get the shot that's yeah, I know, on, in I know. the pile. This is every angle it says, so yeah. I'll find it. Okay. They call them the Blazers. They call them the Blazers. Well, I like a smart blazer. With yeah, like, you're like a crisp blazer, like right? Like a fitted blazer with like a like a structured shoulder. My goodness. All right, this one you can see the wave. Watch the wave here. Look at that shot. He says, bye. He just waves goodbye. He hits the shot and he waves goodbye to the other team. He'll show show it here real real well. Watch this. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, that's cool. (laughs) And the team tackles him. He's not smiling. He just... Yeah, let me try to get the... uh, It's one of the most iconic moments in the last 10 years, I think. I'm sorry if this is a weird episode of Double Threat, by the way. I don't want to be creepy, but can I see his face? No, he's very handsome. Yeah, he's super hot. You buried the lead on that, Tom. He is incredibly, he he looks beautiful. And that's him doing it a couple years earlier. He did the same thing. That guy's like. The, the, oh no, he's he's, he's the coolest. Extremely hot, and he's also yeah. he's also a, a, a hip hop artist, and he's not a joke. With yeah, he's it. good. He's, he's good. Mm-hmm. He's he he kind of is okay. He's kind of legit with that. Um, All right. Well, let's start. Let's start getting me some merch. So you're a trailblazer, like, like a fan. baseball cap and a. Here's the look. T-shirt and a jersey a, and a jacket and all that stuff. They're all piled yeah. on him, and he just looked right at the camera and didn't even, like, crack a smile. Just like, yep, that's what I yeah. do. Yeah, well, he's doing his job. He's yeah. like, that's yeah, it. I did that's my it. job. That's, that's exactly it. it. That's it. You act that's like you've been here before. When this happened, I was, I could not believe it. This was one of the most exciting. Oh, my God. He's so far out. No doubt. 
So we picked your sports teams. You're a fan of the Milwaukee Brewers. You're a fan of the San Francisco 49ers. For Milwaukee Brewers for baseball, San Francisco 49ers for football. The Portland Trailblazers for basketball. And New York Rangers for hockey. I don't consent to that yet because I'm still in love with Gritty. You need to be low. Then you got to pick one New York team. You just, you need, if you're a New York person, you need to be seen in New York at games for one of the teams. I, I really believe that's important. And it can't be, and that's Mets, Knicks, and Jets. Those are like the Mets, Knicks, options. Jets, Yankees. You know when they you ever see Julie when they show like oh here are all the celebrities at the game and I they know they're a lot of fun them, and they roll past yeah. on all the celebrities you want to be one of those people where right. they're like everybody's at the game Denzel Washington's here Julie Klausner's here we got uh, you know I choose like, I choose the Mets okay or we that didn't do uh, Seinfeld and ugh really your, He's Seinfeld's a, a huge fan? no he's a Mets fan. Well, we're forgetting that. What about uh, the WNBA, the New York Liberty? That's that's great. Well, obviously, yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. So the new, I mean, I'm that, a huge Liberty fan. Look, we could definitely go with the Liberty. We'll do the Liberty for sure. Well, let's just do that, and then do we have to pick a hockey team? Then I think Julie no, really wants the Flyers. Pick, I, I, no, you picked the Flyers. You've picked the. You I want the Flyers. flyers. You I'm want a, gritty. I'm, I'm mad about gritty. I like. Then gritty you got gritty. Then you're the. Then it, then it goes. Funny. Then this is how it goes. Milwaukee Brewers for baseball, San Francisco 49ers for football, Portland Trailblazers for basketball, for men's basketball, WNBA, Mm -hmm. New York Liberty, Mm -hmm. and then NHL hockey, you take a little trip down to Philadelphia for the the Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah. That makes sense. I see Gritty's, Gritty's TikToks. He puts cakes in people's faces. It's so fun. And I'll say this. You go to Liberty Games, you're definitely mm-hmm. getting on camera because yeah. Yeah. it's yes. just like it's a smaller experience on the whole. It's just like it's sure. a, like and you will. You I support will be, women. You I will be much women. more. You will be very appreciated. I'm a that, New York feminist. That, I'll sit next to Fran Leibowitz. Yeah. They, they got some New York wattage rolling in here. Mm-hmm. You're picking a good time though, because people are catching on to the WNBA, yes. how fun it is, it, and how great the games are. So they, this is a perfect time to get on board with the New York Liberty. And this is one of the things I do, look as a personal source of uh, embarrassment, or whatever you call it. I end up, I don't pay attention to the WNBA because by the time the NBA season ends, I have such fatigue with all basketball. It's like because I've been watching from October to June. And it's like the last thing I want to see. I want to break from basketball. And unfortunately, that's when the WNBA starts. I have to make a conscious effort to be re-engaged with basketball. That's my new that's my new well, we thing. Well, we could I'll start watching like, the Liberty games. Uh, I guess what do I watch? What if I pick the Sparks, Sparks as my only LA connection? I mean, that's fine. Maybe I'll pick the Sparks then. Fun. I love that. It'll be that a fun thing. You know what I'm gonna do? This is me making a a, a, a pledge right now. I've been shockingly, shockingly uh, 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 ignorant with the WNBA because of this basketball fatigue. I'm gonna, I'm gonna override that. I'm gonna recommit. Once the NBA ends, I'm all in on WNBA. I love it. I'm gonna go to multiple Sparks games this year. 
I like and that I'm, they're called I'm jumping Sparks. In, I'm jumping like the in. band. They're yeah. called Sparks like this town. Well, they own the team. The both of us. They own the team. Russell and Ron Mail own. Really? Sally Sparks. Um, <laughs> wow. How many? Just from the just from the sales of that documentary, huh? Yes. Just from, no, I'm going to do better with that. And I actually am very excited. Now that I'm saying it this out loud, is, I'm yeah, very excited great. by this proposition. I see the appeal of it now and I want to. Yeah, I just want to. I just want to. Because I always wanted to be a fan of the WNBA, and I was, I just never stuck with it though. But mm-hmm. now, and I'm going to make a pledge to stick with it. And shout out to the Atlanta Dream, my favorite WNBA team. They uh, they were owned by Kelly Loeffler, that conservative politician that was running in Georgia, and, and the team forced her to sell because they basically like refused to play for her um, when she started. Really? Yeah, because she's like you know crazy MAGA conservative, um, and they yeah they basically just were like we're not playing for you and it was kind of like an uh, unofficial strike and then she sold the team Good yeah them. it was yeah. very impressive yeah the land dream rules no it's a it's a uh, it's a very impressive league and it's actually a very the players are and the and the coaches are very um they're very like civic minded and and take the responsibility of the roles very seriously and it's very it's amazing and i i I want to be a, a more engaged with it now. How about you, Brett? Well, you want to go to Sparks games? Oh, I would go to Sparks game in a second. We'll yes. go to Sparks games. Yeah, now. let's Look do at this. it. Let's do it. We're going to root against the New York Liberty. Liberty Ooh, suck. Yay. Liberty suck. Oh. Liberty suck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say I, yet. I went, I went to a Lakers game last week. A friend got tickets, and we had six seats, like literally courtside seats. Did you see Jack? Uh, Jack is not there. Um, what? Did meet uh, David Arquette. It was very exciting. Oh, okay. Said with hi the, to him. his marionettes. He did he's not have. doing the marionettes this weekend, he right? He did not have the marionettes with him. Uh, the Bob Baker mm-hmm. Marionette Theater. They, he was yep. he was Sans. Sans Marionette. Marionette. Very cool, by the way. I told you that in person, but that that was that was well. You're because you're from Marionette, Georgia. You I'm from Marionette, Georgia, and uh, the Bob Baker Marionette Theater moved to Highland Park when I was still living in Highland Park, and uh, I, I I cannot wait till Sandy's old enough to go see the Bob Baker Marionette Theater. So much. You gotta. Yeah. yeah. You. I think you have to start start with one of those Saturday. Yeah. Ones that are aimed at the yes. real little ones. Yeah, start so when he's, not when he scare first starts taking mushrooms. Yeah, you don't want <laughs> Sandy hating marionettes not, yeah, forever. You don't, don't, you know, not just pot. We, we, you're going to have to, like, yeah. at least ketamine. So you want your musicals? Do you guys want your musicals? Yes, yes we do. Yes, please. You okay. know, no, Julie, so, you know what I'm interested in. Well, I know the I know shows that you're familiar with mm-hmm. and that you love, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to make sure of it. Yeah. Before I give you a recommendation, please. now you saw Sweeney Todd, and I remember when you first saw it, you really loved it. I but did. then I saw I heard you talking to Griffin recently, and you were like, oh, I don't know if I know, but really that's not a me. judgment on Sweeney. Todd. That's still a judgment on my. That's still it's it's that's not a, has that does not have anything to do with with the musical with the score with the score at all. It has to do with my janky relationship with Tim Burton with Mister B, and that um, actually well, is I one would... of the. And to be fair, you're you're 100 right. 
I saw it once. I did enjoy it more than you I remembered. It. Yes, you I, absolutely I definitely loved did. it. You called yeah. yourself Sweeney Tom for two weeks. I, I, you know what? It's all because it all it came back a, to me after the fact. Yep, it is a revenge-based show. Yeah. yeah, and it's also very satisfying because he gets revenge. He doesn't just circle around it. Yeah, but he gets it, and it feels really gonna, good. I know what you're going to recommend. So Sweeney Todd, I know you love, mm-hmm. and I know you obviously you love Bye Bye Birdie, of course, yes, and you also love Hairspray. If I am not I mistaken, I do. Yes, I like. So you're starting to pick up on two of the three are more, and I use the word modern loosely. It's just not coming from old Broadway. Well, like, I don't. Like I Bye Bye recommend Birdie or Hairspray. Anything older than yeah, I mean. I'm saying like right. those classes, well, the, the the classic shows. Well, I'm not giving that, you Carousel. But I'm no. saying Carousel, South Pacific, all these mm-hmm. things like that eludes me. No, you, I didn't you grow needn't... up with it, and I I don't think I could catch up. Frankly, nor I I did, and it's and it's not. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it and see that it's the mm-hmm. inspiration. It's like not loving Seven Samurai, but loving what it begat. So exactly, I yeah. would say. What is your relationship to Little Shop of Horrors? Um, I've never seen it on stage. I've seen the movie. Seen the movie. I saw the movie okay. when it came out. I saw the movie again. I've seen the movie probably three times over the years. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I have a I have a love hate relationship with post fifties depiction of fifties. Sometimes I'm really into it. Sometimes it rubs me the wrong way. Okay. You know what I mean? I would say I do. So that includes like Greece, um, happy days. Greece. I probably saw more than if Greece, the movie Greece, I saw as much as any movie I've ever seen. Right. I, I guess so, I meant the, yeah, but so the I'm, just, 50, I'm trying to think of like fifties, seventies. Yes. In terms of, of my relationship with the music for Greece, for example, like I know that inside and out. Greece. Yeah. Um, I would say Little Shop of Horrors, next time you're in New York, it is playing mm-hmm. here. And the ending is horrifying. I don't know okay. if you ever saw the original ending. Um, it is on YouTube, but I would not recommend watching it. They okay. had to reshoot it. Okay. Um, it ends um, with, you know, the plant eats everybody and destroys the world. Mm-hmm. And it ends with the cast. Everybody's face is inside of a flower. And they're oh, all singing because they've been de- devout. It's horrifying, but it's also brilliant. Mm-hmm. No, it's that's a horror it, movie. It, that's exactly. It does sound impressive and amazing, but it also um, sounds really disturbing. Um, I am going to say, therefore, my recommendation for you, mm-hmm. Tom Sharpling, yeah. is. And this is something I need to like, and you know Hedvig, right? You know Hedvig. I've seen Hedwig, yeah, and I enjoyed okay. I enjoyed that. I saw it with you. I'm going to recommend two shows to you now. Okay. Please. Assassins. Yes. Ooh. On, uh, okay. Yes. I'm going to recommend Assassins, mm-hmm. and I'm going to recommend, and I'm sure you've seen it, Dear but Evan I Handler. W- would like to challenge you to revisit it. Dear Evan, Fiddler on the Fiddler dear, on the Roof. Dear Evan, dear Evan Handler. No. <laughs> no. 
Only it's and it's to the to the tune of dear dear catastrophe waitress. Well, those were that was the fan letter I would always write to Evan Handler. Dear Evan Handler. So um, assassins, assassins, which is Sondheim. Sweeney Todd. So you're recommending assassins and Fiddler on the Roof to, for you, yeah, for right two. Now. now what? What? Tell me what? What's behind those decisions? Like, what about assassins? Am I going to spark to? I think you are going to be very excited to. See somebody write a musical about people that all tried to kill the president. I think that whole the, the concept is so it's such a high concept idea and it's so masterfully executed that I think that will tickle your funny boat. Okay. And then I think you'll be very moved by the portrayal of outsiders. And there's this lyric at the end in a song called Another National Anthem, which is mm-hmm. sort of like for the rest of us, where they go, it's never going to happen, is it? No, sir. No, it's never going to. Okay. <laughs> it's just about how the American dream only exists for certain people. Okay. This is amazing. Yeah. And these are all people that tried to kill the president and they mm-hmm. all have sort of different reasons, but they have things in common as well. And they connect and you get to see a conversation mm-hmm. between John Wilkes Booth and Lee Harvey Oswald. Mm-hmm. And you get to see John Hinckley Jr. sing a song with Squeaky From. Hinckley. I'm John Hinckley. Pretty much. And I'm gonna shoot Ronald Reagan. Mm-hmm. It. Well, he sings. He it's it's a song that he sings to Jodie Foster, and she sings to Charles Manson, and they're both. <laughs> Do you not know about this? You didn't know about no, this. I didn't. It's I mean, called I "Unworthy of, of Your Love." It's called "Unworthy of Your Love," and okay. it's a really pretty duet. Would you mind calling it up, Brett? Actually, yeah, yeah, I will. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you wanted to. Yeah, and um. It's a uh, You're blowing me mind. It's a here. wonderful show about being disenfranchised and getting lost in the shuffle of the American dream. Okay. Um, and then as far as Fiddler on the Roof, it is a wonderful show mm-hmm. about what keeps a group of people together despite all the trials and tribulations and the march of time deteriorating tradition. Ah. Okay. And it's about a guy named Tevya who's trying to keep his shit together. Sure. While the world around him falls mm-hmm. apart and changes, and it's really hard. Mm-hmm. And I would say, you know what? The movie isn't perfect. Okay. It should have been Zero Mustel because Zero was such a like comic force to be reckoned with. And who played um, the, who played Tevya? Who's the most renowned Tevya? Uh, zero. It is uh, on, and that yeah, was. The, but Harvey Firestein was fabulous. He was initially on stage, as he on like stage, he was the yeah. first Tevia, or was he? Yeah, I think okay. so. He and Jerry Robbins. Had if fights. I had a podcast, <laughs> all day long, I'd blah 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 blah. If, if you don't I cry at least once podcast. during one of those songs, well, there's two things in Fiddler I want you to revisit. Julie, I um, cried during the Fudgy the Whale commercial we were just watching. I'm okay, guaranteed good. to cry. Well, obviously, sun, sunrise, sunset when they get married is obviously a huge tearjerker. But there's also a song called uh, "Golda's Dream." Okay, um, that is also just like a banger that I want you to enjoy. 
So, okay, this is those this are my is amazing. This is uh, can I check that song out from Assassin? Yeah, let's bring it back. And and I, I just want to say too, Julie, that we were talking about that Quentin Tarantino book before the show. Mm-hmm. If you wrote a, a Quentin Tarantino style book oh about God. musicals, each chapter different musical and like mm. your personal reflections, I would read the hell out of that book. Julie. I would. Uh, uh, well, if you're paying, I'm saying somebody. Uh, I, wish, I wish I'm gonna say this you- right now. <laughs> Whoever publishes books, you better be listening up because I just pitched you a gold yeah. mine. I'm gonna say this right now. Anybody listening to the show knows Brett's got a pretty low batting average when it comes to solid ideas. <laughs> but when they come along, but, w- but when uh, they come along, knocks them out. Of the either park. strike out or hit a home run. That's exactly the he's like Daniel Dave Vogelbach. Oh, thank he's Dave you. Kingman. He's the Dave Kingman of. of uh, so I'm surprised you didn't know about this one. This one's a Brett is the Bert This, is a, this is a duet. Of, um, okay, here we go. The Ron Gant. All right, here we go. With one brave historic act, I will win your love now and for all eternity. This is like my dream Red come job. true. Yeah. <laughs> I am nothing. You are wind and water and sky. Jody. Tell me, Jody, how I can earn your love. I would swim oceans, I would move mountains, I would do anything for you. What do you want me to do? I am unworthy of your love, Jody. Let me prove worthy of your love. Tell me like how a very straightforward medley for um not medley Set melody. This is a very straightforward melody for Steve Sondheim. I think he wanted like the concept to just sort of exist. Sure. Without convoluting it at all. The idea like nothing for no, squeaky. Like, How am I just getting up to speed on this? Right. I don't know. <laughs> I think I could have written this. Could have dreamt this. the best there was nobody better there was no one ever better ever ever brett you want your recommendation oh i can't wait all right moving out susical how to succeed in business without really trying here we go here we go do you know that one that's what i've been trying to do my whole life um uh, i i know the name i've ne- i don't know i honestly don't know anything about it uh beyond it that. is uh, it's from the 60s, so it's sort of like Bye Bye Birdie era. 
Um, it is about a young man who starts at a company with a book called How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. And he climbs the corporate ladder. And on the way, he finds someone who is the boss's nephew, who's a butt kisser, who he has to get past. And uh, the boss's wife is trying to hit on him. Okay, and he's, okay. it's got a little bit of sexism here or there. But ultimately, he prevails. Um, and if you don't mind Googling Brotherhood of Man... From the Tony Awards with Matthew Broderick, I believe, oh, I is the wait. one with Lilius White, who has a like little solo, sort of the rousing moment in the second act where he has to give a presentation and he doesn't have anything prepared. Oh, that sounds And like he me. goes, he wings it, he flies by the seat of his pants mm -hmm. by telling everybody, hey, listen, there's a brotherhood of man that we need to... Mm -hmm appreciate right now when he gets everybody on board. So he's a bullshit uh, artist. He's a his, real... Uh, <laughs> for his non-existent idea. Oh, I love and it. And they all, they all fall into place and he succeeds. I love a schemer. This this sounds perfect. Well, right, this has nothing... Up. There's no way you could relate to any of this being in the podcast business of people talking a good game but having nothing. <laughs> like or, or perhaps... Straight you know, lying if, and... If, 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 if this character had ordered a chicken sandwich instead right, of preparing right, for a big right. presentation yeah, and then example, maybe had to yeah. pull something together at the last yeah. minute by relying on the host's goodwill. Yeah. Well, I do. And look, this is this is perfect because this reminds me a lot of Sweet Smell of Success, the Michael J. Fox it's uh, movie. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but the that was called Secret of My Success. Oh, I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> Secret of My Success. Uh but that was a, a movie that I loved as a kid, but then rewatched re it for Weekend of Bergman's and it has not aged. It's just not as good as I remembered it as a kid. Of, uh, and so but but now I have a, a, a vacancy for that type of thing in my life. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's a good movie. It looks really good. There's some sexist stuff in it, but I think Fosse did the uh, Secretary is Not a Toy like dance segment. Uh, I'm not certain. Don't like. Don't quote me on that unless I'm right, in which case. Definitely quote me on that, but there's some really, really good fun songs. I can't wait. I got Brotherhood of Man here. It looks like Daniel yes, Radcliffe please. is the is the Daniel, lead. Uh, does the do you have the Matthew Broderick I one? For it. it didn't come up. It looks like Matthew Broderick introduced the Tony Award it. one with. Or do you want to look up? Is it is there one with Lilius White, who does the the solo in it? Oh, here, we, yeah. Let's see. Someone just came up there. Okay, I got. I've yeah, got. A, oh, is. here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I and love that, that was set the the design. logo from the nineties. That mm -hmm. how that H two S. Yeah, I remember that logo That's was cool. everywhere. It was a good production. Uh, Megan Mullally played um, Rosemary in it. Wait a minute, Wally. Even though we're all part of the cold corporate setup, deep down he was underneath great. our skins, there is flesh and blood. We're brothers. Now you may join the Elks, my friend, and I may join the Shriners, and other men may carry cards as members of the diners. Still others wear a golden key or small Greek letter pin. But I have learned there's one great club that all of us are in. There is a brotherhood of man, a benevolent brotherhood of man. Oh, aren't you proud to be 
in that fraternity, that great big brotherhood of man. Your life this is Brett convincing us that yeah. that uh, PSAs are part of back to yeah. school. Yes. And that's us dancing can. along with him. If I had watched this before, I probably could have pulled it off. And that was the last holdout, but he's sold. He's in. And traditionally, the solo in this song is sung by like a, a soprano. Um, like the boss's secretary has like a like kind of a voice. But they cast Lilius White, who's been in the news lately and has been getting more attention. Sort of like one of the most under um, what is that called? Underrated performances. One of the most underrated Broadway performers of all time. And here she is. Feels like bells are peeling down with double dealing. Wow. Oh, brother, you, you've got me, me, I've got you. With So watch her steal this Tony performance yeah. away from. Like clap on two and four, not one and three. Mm-hmm. Is this kind of a breakout moment for her character, or has she been like this the whole show? Or? Total breakout moment. Okay. She hasn't been doing anything except yeah. for waiting to do this. Okay, amazing. This is what we're doing for that spinning. We share the things we love with the, with the other people in our lives and try to get them excited about the things we love. Yeah. Now, Brett, do you want to recommend like a chaw for me and Julie? Or like <laughs> a, some sort of chewing tobacco? Uh, is there like a, a hound dog banjo combination that yeah. you are into lately? Or? Is there any kind of, do you want to recommend like a new... Uh, Porch swing. Marjorie Taylor Green, anything with with mm. her or Herschel Walker or any of your luminaries. Uh I would like your to guys. um recommend um 
Georgia, Georgia has, you've heard of the uh, seven wonders of the world, you know, like the, the pyramids. Sure, uh, of course. So Georgia has uh, seven, Georgia is actually one of the most fascinating, doesn't get credit for this, one of the most fascinating sort of like topographical like parts oh. of the country. Tons of interesting things are happening. It's sort of a nexus of like, you know, Florida's coming up from the south and then the Appalachians are coming in from the north. Mm-hmm. It has created all of these natural wonders in Georgia. And in fact, there are seven natural wonders in Georgia. Um, and the B-52s. B-52s. B-52s, of course. Well, there's only like four of them, though. Pylon. And I want to recommend each, to each of you one of the natural wonders of Georgia to visit before you die. Okay. Put this on the bucket list. Oh, you know something I don't know? No, no. I mean, this, this, you got, you got, you got, you got all the time in the world. You guys look great. You, you sound great. This isn't any, I'm just saying, put it on the bucket list. Whenever you get down south. I don't know. I'm not feeling good after that McDonald's, to be honest. I think my death might be imminent. I'm feeling weirdly uh, uh, enlivened by my McDonald's. Okay, good. Um, so I feel totally numb. I'm like completely in the middle. I feel yeah, nothing like, at all, which is like a, just a stasis. So so I'm going to say, um, let's see. Okay, I've got, let's see. Um, that Lilius White solo was like, it was his name Damian Lillard. Mm-hmm. It was like him throwing that three-point shot. Yeah. Now, if, when you saw the... When you saw the look of just like when you know you're ready for the moment is what it comes down to. And when you deliver, when you just know you're ready for it and it's just like, yeah, it's not a surprise. This is what I do. Like you said earlier. And that's what she does. And that's what Damian Lillard did. And that's what like Matthew Broderick seems like he's like the most. It's just like it's money in the bank when you get him in one of these shows, right? I mean, is that just like, like what is the perception of Matthew Broderick on Broadway? He's great. He's but great. It, he's super a, talented. Yeah, he's just considered like, like he's, he's on the real he, deal. He's on something, and you're you're like you're good to go if he's on board. Yeah, and I think it's to his credit that he like was like, yeah, let her steal the show. Like, I want to sure. do this song for the Tonys, and she's gonna get the. I mean, let's mm-hmm. let's show let's show them what this show can be. Yeah, well, I mean, that is not unlike sports, where it's like a winning team. Then it's just like mm-hmm. I don't have to score all the points. I we want to yeah. win, and that's yeah, that's the sign of an intelligence Exciting. somebody who doesn't have to. Have every moment be about them. Absolutely. All right. So I'm going to recommend. Um, Wait, what are the seven wonders of the world in Georgia? Hold on. I completely. All right. I'll list them out. So the seven natural wonders, the seven natural wonders. Mm-hmm. So none of these are man-made. Uh, you have Amicalola Falls in North Georgia, which is a beautiful waterfall uh, in the uh, up in the uh, North Georgia mountains. Sure, of course. Uh, the uh, Okefenokee Swamp mm-hmm. in South Georgia, uh, which is what? a huge. Yeah, that's that might be. That sounds like it's like jelly bean. What, what was what was the Yogi Bear what thing? Yeah, jelly Stone Park, Okefenokee. Okefenokee Swamp. It sounds Swamp. like a Hanna Barbera. Yeah, Name. it is a land of wonder and mystery. You can get lost in this thing. People, I'm, I'm sure there's bodies buried out in the Okefenokee Swamp. You got alligators. You can take a pontoon boat around. Okefenokee. The Okefenokee yeah. Swamp. Great. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
There is uh, Providence Canyon, which is nicknamed the Little Grand Canyon. Uh, it's a gorgeous sort of canyon. It looks like a, it looks like the Mini Grand Canyon up in North Georgia as well. Okay. Uh, you have two on here. I might have limited this to one, but they put two. Uh, you know, Franklin Delano Roosevelt used to go to Hot Springs, Georgia, uh, for his polio because they had they have they, they have these great <laughs> natural they have great natural hot springs in South Georgia. Conversation um, just got weird. Yeah. Do you know Franklin Delano Roosevelt used to go to the hot springs for his polio, Tom? This was this guy selling us on. This is like this is wonder What's number happening? three. I'm telling you, Georgia is it is it is underrated. So the amount of that stuff that has gone on in Georgia, the amount of people that came there for this or that, the amount mm-hmm. of things you can do. Uh, so there's hot springs is on the list, and there's another place called Radium Springs, which is also on the list. Radium Springs, gorgeous. All the water comes up from this underground cave. It has this very uh, signature. Is that how signature... they came up with the idea for that song, Radium for Europe? It's a Georgia thing, yeah. That is. Radium. The, um... <laughs> yeah, this list is, uh... I don't know. I don't know about this, Brett. Georgia's got it. And by it, polio. And radium. So he went there to get more polio? Yeah, exactly. Was he picking up some like polio supplies? No, he went to Warm Springs to uh to as a treatment for his polio. Oh, to combat did it, did his it wor- polio. Did it work? It worked great. It, it, I mean, you know, it doesn't cure polio, really? but it. But oh it, no! But it certainly, you know, it's like a, it's like medical marijuana. You know, it's like it's mm-hmm. like it makes it it, it makes uh, polio more bearable. It kind okay. of soft, you know, softens up your your. Uh, you should make gummies out of that water. Yeah. That's actually great. That's a great idea. Or just bottle it and sell it. Um, so that's Warm Springs, uh, mm-hmm. Radium Springs. Uh, the most bittersweet one on here, uh, and this is just classic Georgia, is of course Stone Mountain, uh, which on its own is is maybe one of the most the one of the most the geographic best geographic marvels in the whole country. It's the the largest exposed piece of granite in the world. The mm-hmm. largest. It's literally the largest like above ground rock in the entire world. It's huge. It's a, it's literally a mountain that is a stone. Uh, however, the the geniuses uh, uh, at Georgia decided to uh, carve a bunch of Confederate generals into the side of it. So it's known as the Confederate Mount Rushmore. Oh um, God! So that one, Brett. unfortunately, I know. I know. It's you take a beautiful thing and then they they mess it up. That's classic mm-hmm. Georgia. Um, so I can't recommend Stone Mountain because of that. Um, uh, and then we have Tallulah Gorge, uh, which is sort of maybe maybe just they needed seven, so Tallulah Gorge got on here to just to round mm-hmm. out the seven. Um, I'm going to recommend, um, I'm going to recommend the Okefenokee swamp for you, Julie. I think you would, I think you would, you would, there's ways there's guided tours of it, you know, and then you can kind of decide how immersed you want to get in the Okefenokee swamp. Decide what kind of gator I want to eat me. That's right. What kind of gator meat you want. You can decide how close you want to get to the gators, how deep you want to get into it. What kind of Julie meat the gator wants? Yeah, I think you'd be. It's a surreal, weird place. I think you would be. I think you would be surprisingly charmed by it. Um, uh, You don't want to go in the summer, obviously. Uh, Probably like in the fall is a nice time to hit the Okefenokee Swamp. Yeah, and do and do they give you a gun or do I have to bring my own? Um, They don't hand out guns, but I'm sure if you came with one, they would not uh, confiscate it from you. They probably um, compliment you on it. It's like, nice gun. Yeah. As you were. Have you ever nice been Nice gun. Come on in. <laughs> Have you ever been on a pontoon boat or like a, one of those boats with what a big What do you think? <laughs> Brett, I'm not Julie and I can answer this one. And you could also. 
She's never been on, on a pontoon boat. I've had panic boat. attacks on ferries. On a pontoon boat. What? Yeah, she's uh, she's on there. She's got the fan blowing in the back, and they're just yeah. riding through the. Yeah, I was in Nam, you know. Through the swamp. I'm just going to say that Julie puts the no in Okie Finoki in this one. <laughs> and Tom puts the Okie. In Okie, I'll in- go. Okay, I'll go. All right, Tom, I'll give you Okie Finokie Swamp. Give then. me Okie Finokie Swamp. Send Julie to the Hate Speech Monument. Whatever that <laughs> yeah. thing was. What was it again? Uh, Stone Mountain. The giant the, the Herschel four, Walker the four statue. The greatest Confederate generals. Stone Mountain. Uh, they do a uh, they do laser shows there in the summer that are very mm-hmm. were very popular. Oh. I don't know if they still are. Um uh, but it was yeah, it was just classic are sure, George. Are you sure they're not uh, taser shows where they where they tase uh, people protesting the police? Yeah, I'll tell you, I ain't going to no laser show. Look at that. What is that? And this this, this is a, a fan boat, not not a uh, pontoon boat. If if you're uh, this is if you're feeling a little more adventurous out in the swamp. And this was the final photo of this family. <laughs> that thing's about to go. That thing's about to upend, and they're all going to get shredded like those- by that fan. Those Disney movies from the sixties, those live action ones. They're all about to get Fargoed. Like when he's shoving <laughs> the leg in the Or they're that's, wood that's chipper. was about that was what was gonna happen to Grandpa Joe and Charlie before Grandpa started burping. Yeah, that fizzy lifting drink. Burp. Thank Christ they uh, uh Grandpa Joe learned how to burp for that. Right, seriously, thank Christ. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tommy, you get Okie Finoki. Julie, you get Hot Springs. It's you a get Hot time. Springs. You'll enjoy Hot, hot Springs. Hot Springs my polio? That's for anything, any ailment, or just, yeah. just to relax. It's like a big spa. It's a natural yeah, spa. Yeah, just to get just to get a urinary tract infection. Here, have a seat. Julie, you a should. The president was here before you. I want you to go to now, take either. Take your pants off and sit yeah. in this little. Take your sit pants in... off. Well, it's like a hot tub, right? You have to take off your pants and sit in the, like. It's just like, yourself. all right, just let the hot springs do what they do. And That's you're right. like, oh, my God. I put on clothes before I go in the hot tub. You have, like, flesh-eating bacteria. I wear a freaking... Uh, uh, Wetsuit? Uh, like a, uh, a, no, a, a tuxedo. <laughs> I put on a tuxedo and a Daft Punk helmet. <laughs> You'd think that Daft Punk was auditioning for uh, 007. Before I get in the da-da, hot tub. The this is what I would want to know, Brett. Um, There's FDR real quick, just chilling out there in the hot springs. Is. Look at that. Oh, that good. could be you. This could be you. That could be you, Julie. Oh boy, if only FDR. Um, FDS. What about we'll need? <laughs> After I get whatever bacteria is in that water, and I'm, yeah. <laughs> I took my pants off. What would you think if Julie went to the Charlie Daniels Museum instead? Mm, like mm, the Charlie mm. Daniels Museum mm. or the you get to see the giant uh, Herschel Walker statue. It's 300 feet mm. high. It's him flashing the badge during the debate. It's a relatively <laughs> new addition. It's the ninth wonder. The Charlie Daniels Museum is the eighth wonder. The, the giant Herschel Walker statue is the ninth wonder. Well, don't forget, we do have the College Football Museum in Atlanta. That's a recent addition. Could you imagine? Oh, God. Oh, it's you can't so much fun. I wouldn't even. After I w- college football. Yeah, I wouldn't even use their bathroom. <laughs> if, I had to, if I had to go, I'd be like, yeah, okay, I'll take my chances. If you had to throw up. 
if they were like, just throw up in the parking lot. Come on into the college football museum. You could use our bathroom. No, I'll thanks. take my chances. Here you go. Day in Atlanta, I give you three options, three things to do. Which one are you choosing? You can go to the college football what museum. What about Athens? Why can't I go to do something like B-52s or REM related? Well, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll go over it. Yeah. And don't forget, don't forget Macon here. People sleep on Macon. Mm-hmm. These are the artists that came out of Macon. Otis Redding, Little Richard, uh, the Allman Brothers. Mm-hmm. This is a tiny town in Georgia responsible yeah. for those uh, three Maybe. people. Sure. Oh, you know, you know. Also, one thing they all those artists all come. They're all gone. I'm not gonna go see them. Is this like that show, making it. Yeah, it is making it. David Naughton is from Macon, also. There you go. Making it. This time in life, I'm making it. No more, no more faking it. Thanks, Brett. All right. There you go, guys. No, I like your recommendations, Brett. I'm going to go to Okefenokee Swamp. I think you have a blast there, Tom. Yeah, I think I you have will. a real blast. Someone will have a blast, a shotgun blast, when they see me walking around there and they want to know what this Yankee is doing down He's there. He's doing like snooping around looking for yeah. bodies. That I'll are go with clearly you. Clearly buried. Brett, at this point, shallow... you ain't from Georgia. You ain't from Georgia at this point. They're going to see yeah, you. You're... They're going to see you. They're going to go, you used to be from here. Makes you worse. Makes you yeah, worse. Yeah, Brett, you look different than you. How's um? Don't say that, guys. That's hard, that's hard for me to hear. No, no, no. Makes you worse because you, <sighs> you, you're d- a you, deserter. You're too big for your britches. You decide. You you had it and you rejected they hate that. it. They do I not never, like that. Yeah, I never had it. I'm not from here. You chose to shed. I'll tell you one thing. These hillbillies down there. Yeah. They ca- they catch one glimpse of this guy wearing his Dodgers hat. Oh boy! Oh no! I already said. I already said. Change the team name, and I'll, I'm all back in. I've, I've I've laid down my ultimatum. Well, when you're arguing out in the Okefenokee swamp, I don't know how how much you're going to want to hear that. And I still root for them, but I root for Kent Bazemore. Brett, Brett's who's final your, words. How's your Twitter persona going? Oh, thanks for asking. Um, it's uh, and also I just want to clarify. I'm 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 like a local hero in Atlanta now because I'm talking. People know I'm talking on this podcast. What have I done this podcast? I have uh, all I do is pr- all I do is preach the gospel of Georgia a on this local podcast. Hero? People love it. They're like, thanks for speaking up for Georgia and the the seven natural wonders and the big chicken and uh, all the stuff you talk about in this podcast. Mm-hmm. I got more cred now than I ever had living there. Well, I think that's just a testament to how little cred you had living there. Yeah. Not to be honest. I don't want to have to be blunt, but it seems like you don't have that much credit if now you're flying high. That with, ain't good. Yeah. This guy rolls back into Georgia, the conquering hero. That's a guy you, from the would, podcast. What'd you conquer? That's a guy from the podcast. He talked about the giant chicken. Can I get a yeehaw? Yeah. I'm going back next week. We'll see. I'll let you know how it goes. I'll give you a, a field report. Don't get killed. A field report. Well, if, if we're live from the Okefenokee Swamp, I'm being walked to my death. Literal by, field. By people I thought were my kin. My family kin. is actually doing this. My kinfolk have actually sentenced me to death by swamp. There's a difference between, so there's a lot of things between the South and the North. I'll do a stand up yeah. about it one day. 
Look, I do believe but the you South wouldn't is going to rise kin. again. Anyone from New York, New Jersey being caught saying kin yeah. would be laughed into the Hudson River. Yeah. Even if you were to say next of kin, people would be like, what is yeah. the matter with you? Yeah. There's no way jerky. next of kin wasn't a, a jerky. Exactly. <laughs> There's no way next of kin wasn't a Greg Kin band album. Right. Because <laughs> he always had like. His He's albums always threat? had kin. Is he minor threat? Greg Ken? I'm thinking of Greg Jin. I think of Greg Ginn, that's Black Flag. I was pretty close. Greg Ken is Ah uh, Our Love's in Jeopardy. Oh, okay. Baby. I just know that from the Weird Al version. Yeah. This Weird Al. He's everywhere. He's so nice. He's so nice. He's the nicest person He's everywhere of all time. Now. They they should call him Nice Al. They should call him Nice Al. Brett? Yes. How's your weird Twitter guy doing? Oh, thanks. Great. Uh, this is, you're talking about uh, Greg Richards? Yeah. Does he? Did Nick Adams follow him? No, not yet. I'm really... Um, Why not? Are you tweeting at him? I am. Here's the thing. Here's the thing with these guys. Uh, I think Nick, Nick Adams just has like some ghostwriters pounding these tweets out. I well, don't care. I want you, him to follow you. Can you Work yeah. harder. We want him to follow you All so right, you can well, start tell me DMing him. Tweet at him. That's what you're going to tweet him. Yeah. Hey, Brett. how about a Thanksgiving week follow for a fellow alpha male? There we Hooter, go. Hashtag yes, Hooters forever. Oh my god, that's great. That might work actually. Hey Nick Adams in USA, how about how about a Thanksgiving week follow? For a fellow alpha male. Yeah. Hashtag alpha male. Thanksgiving week follow for, for a, a fellow, fellow alpha male and Hooters officiant that's a big word. And Hooters and Hooters lover. fan. Yeah. Love the view. And a, and then that emoji with the sunglasses oh great 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 right yeah. can't the beat view. the view the view can't beat the view sunglasses did anybody follow you from guy. that world no brett they don't they don't do like they're all fake they don't they don't they just go in there they post their shit and then they walk away they don't they don't engage yeah twitter is in the dumpster now and we mm. want you to use this opportunity to start Picking yeah. up the garbage you know and putting right, it in your right. cart. Yeah. I'm right. gonna be Nick Adams is gonna be roaming the the post apocalyptic landscape of Twitter, trying it's to mastodon. Yeah. He's gonna be the last one out. Right know. now, Twitter is entering its I am legend phase, where <laughs> it's just going to be a ghost town with monster random, right? Random monsters roaming around and mutants and people making things into steampunk objects. I loved how last night everyone was like. Hey, if this thing's gone tomorrow, I just want to say it's mm -hmm. been a crazy place to hang. It's like, it's not. Is it really just going to be gone? I hope so. It'd be exciting. It would be, be very some, exciting. It'll be something to talk about. Yeah. And I wouldn't mind having all my, my tweets deleted. That was the other thing. Like, people could lose all their. Like, great. Like, What's seriously? the bad part here? Let the me only... know when you're down to the, the, the yeah. cons. Seriously, there are three tweets I want to exist. And that. The rest at all can go away. I'll act like it never happened. You act like it never happened. To then Twitter never happened. Well, should we wrap up? I think this was a pretty good Thanksgiving. We shared with each other. We had McDonald's. We shared. Uh, we shared our our the, our enthusiasms. Julie now we has a bunch of sports. We did not curb our enthusiasm. Team. We did not curb them. 
Julie now has some sports teams. I now have assassins and fiddler on the roof that I'm going to check out. Brett has and, and revisit and revisit Sweeney at some point. I will. Please. I, I, I recommend will. that you do that perhaps I, with the mm-hmm. original Broadway cast. Recording. Yes, I will revisit Sweeney Todd. Um, Brett has how to succeed in business without really trying. I'm going to be listening to it on the way the home. Milwaukee. Hold on. Let me say mm-hmm. Milwaukee Brewers, yes. Portland Trailblazers. That's right. We do not do the Arizona. No, no, we Arizona. not do those. Right. No Arizona. We did or we didn't? We did not. No Arizona. Milwaukee, Portland. Oh, so Portland is the basketball. So Milwaukee and then for... um, Football. Who's football? For football. Hold on. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. For football, it is... Oh, don't tell me. Shoot. I know this. Wait, give me a hint. Open your goal. San Francisco. San Francisco. The 49ers. That's right. Yep, yep. And then, and then, uh, and the then New York Liberty. New York Liberty for WNBA. And then hockey. Yep. Who's hockey? And the Flyers for... Flyers. You got uh, all. That's hockey. five. That's okay. five. I would love five. if we can... Maybe I'll send you some merch. I would love a photo where you're wearing like a... Uh, all know, five? Brewers cap. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 49ers uh, jersey, mm-hmm. uh, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be fun. And then, Julie, I have the Oki Finoki Swamp. Oh, you're going to have a blast. Time of your life. And you're going to the hot springs. What a relaxing Yes, to get a yeast infection. A Catch polio. Mm-hmm. And Vag- vaginal polio. Yes. <laughs> and the the and threats giving we we end by saying one positive thought. How about that? Yes. For next for the next twelve months until next threats giving, we say it out loud. One positive thought. I love doing double threat because I get to hang out with. My old friend, Julie, and my new friend, Brett. And it shows me that you don't, there is no finish line with things. That I could, the, the, the idea that I could get a new friend like Brett in my life when I would not expect to have gotten a new friend shows me to always keep my eyes open and my heart open. Because you never know and- who's going to enter. I love doing double threat and threats giving because I'm always learning things from my my good friend Tom and I love how he keeps me on my tippy toes and brings out the best in me mm-hmm. and keeps me sharp. Thank you. And you make and me, you keep me sharp too. I makes me better, makes me a better person. Mm-hmm. And I love hanging out with Brett because he's freaking crazy. Yeah, he's bonkers. He's cuckoo. He's yeah. gone from straight lace to yeah. wavy gravy in two years. Two years. Two years. And the best <laughs> part of it is he thinks he's found the real version of himself. And maybe he has. Maybe he hasn't, but maybe he has. I when you roll back to Georgia with, yeah, with next with week. your current look, he's rolling back, he's got long hair, he's got a tattoo. Um what are they gonna are, are people gonna is anybody going to be taken aback? Yeah, is someone gonna like be like, Oh my good oh my word. Yeah. Maybe maybe initially, but I truly believe I tr- I do really believe that that that, that uh, 
the last two years, I feel like I've really found myself. I, I think that they might be taken back for a second. And then I think they're going to be like, you know what? This is, this is like your final form. It's like, you found it. You mm-hmm. found it yes. was the, now in retrospect, you know, the other version was, was the one that didn't feel right. Now mm-hmm. I, you know, you've, this feels right. I think is what he's, they'll say. He's like George Carlton. He's like the comedian, George Carlton, who started mm. off. As like a the square. Seven wonders of the world that you can't yes. say on television. Yes. And then he decided. They were to, like, poop, shit, fart, fuck. Okie finoki. <laughs> the messed up thing about that routine is he says you can't say them and then he says them. Maybe my least favorite routine in all of comedy. It is bad. It is the worst. I prefer. There's other I words prefer- you can say. Like. <laughs> it's just God. like it's so rehearsed. I that's exactly. Oh my God! I was about to say re- like there is a form of stand-up that is grounded in rehearsal. Yes, that I find so abhorrent. And it's funny because I, I appreciate things such as musicals that do require rehearsal. Exactly. That's when you get the best out of out of musicals is the precision and the rehearsal or or prog rock perhaps these musicians would best be well rehearsed but there is something about a stand-up routine that is so fast and so i got this i got that you're like did you step back to think if it was funny no or are you just or are you just hitting us with words i'd rather hear the hippy dippy weatherman me too than the seven dirty words yeah me too well, I want to say what I'm thankful for for Double Threat this year is is uh, is this is all this every week we record this. I'm reminded every week of the, the importance of just in, enjoying the present moments in your life, the moments that are actually currently happening. It's just mm. there's so you always have so much anxieties about the future and the past, and your head's going 80 different ways at once, and you just it spreads you so thin. This 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 show, these recordings, I always feel just very present and alive. <laughs> And in the moment, and I'm not thinking about anything else, and I really appreciate it. And that's because uh, of you two and the what you bring to it each week. And somehow you always surprise me, even though I'm, I, I know you're always going to be funny and you're going to be interesting and you're going to have great things to say. But somehow it always just feels very new every time. And so thank you for that and what you do on the show because it makes me feel alive. Well, that's very nice. That's thank very you, nice. Brett. Brett, as Brett, 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 Brett Lee. Yes, as Borat would say, is nice. And we appreciate it. Um, Brett, Brett, what's your middle name? Let's guess. Let me see yeah, if please, I can please, guess. Please, please, please. Something with a B, I bet. I bet it's like Christian. Bo- boy, Christopher. boy town. Christopher. John? Uh, right first letter. Jacob? Mm-mm. Jingleheimer? <laughs> Schmidt? <laughs> From uh, New Girl? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, are you Schmidt? Julie Klausner? It's Julie Klausner. I, well, I could be so lucky. J- Jacob? Mm-mm. Jake? Nope. Jeremy? Jimmy Jazz! Jeremy! I remember when the boy went to the giant chicken and he took me to the Okie Finoki swamp and uh, and they said, let's go to the hot springs. Jeb. Jeb. What if it's Jeb? <gasps> Is it Jeb? It's not Jeb. It's not Jeb. Jerry? No. From T Public? <laughs> Joe? Joseph. 
Cilio? Joe Cilio. Brett Joe Cilio. <laughs> Brett Joe Cilio <laughs> Let's think. Um, not Jeremiah. And it's not, it's not, or, and it's not Jul- Julian or Julius. No, uh, it's not. It's not. It's not biblical. I've heard a bunch okay. of. It's not biblical. Jorts. Or is it? It is the name of a river that's probably mentioned in the Jordan. Bible. Yes, there it is. <gasps> that's kind of a Jewish. Uh, yeah. You could listen. I'm not saying you're passing, but I'm saying I know some Jordans. That's yeah. awesome. You know, I think my uh, my mother's maiden name might be the most telling thing is uh, just say say uh, two for Fablemans, please. Me? Yeah. Uh, two for the two. Sorry. No, you can't do that. You just blow it away. He's not passing as you. You don't pass. Tell you. Fablemans. I got to see Fablemans. I'll see the Fablemans and then I want to see. I saw Metrograph is showing the King Crimson doc. I've got to see that. Okay. Okay. Everybody, happy Threatsgiving. We'll be back next week with an all new episode, and we appreciate you. That is the Threatsgiving that I, the audience, that, that we got to see an audience live in Los Angeles and New York. That was one of the big things for 2022 for me and Double Threat. If not the biggest thing was to feel the love and the passion and enthusiasm for the show. And I do know I speak on behalf of everybody here is we love it and we want to do more of it and we will give you more of it. Mm. Yes. Thank you. We love our fans. We love you. And thank you so much for listening. Yes. And I, this might come out. I might, mm, we might have an announcement, but I'll hold off. I'll, I'll say something about it later. Any more drops? Well, that's the thing. I might be launching something a week from today, but I don't know yet. So I'll hold off. I'll hold off on saying anything. Seems like the drop is going to be a news drop, not a exactly, exactly. not a scarf drop. Just watch the stars, watch Instagram, not Twitter. And I just want to say this, Julie, final thing I'm going to say, my dog Barbarella, my dog Nancy, they're both wearing kerchiefs that, ah, that you did. They're both see, wearing them now. I can't and wait to see Barbies. I'll send you a picture I saw, I saw, of Or I, I've seen Barbies. You I haven't seen Nancy's. You've got to see Nancy's. She's adorable. Can I, put them, can I put them on my, oh, on my absolutely. Instagram? Without a Thank doubt. You. Thank yeah, you, everybody. We'll be Thank back you for listening. We'll be back next week. Bye, bye. Bye. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.